Hello and welcome to episode number 217. I'm one of your hosts, Cassidy Gorbins, and joining me this fine evening, it's none other than the man himself, Mr. Jerry Curl. So I have some bad news to report. You no longer have man, the curl. Some good news. You're just Jerry. That's right. No, I went to Target just before this recording, and uh, they didn't have any diet cream soda. But in our grocery delivery, they did have a diet cream soda. Do you do so, do you do the don't substitute on those, or do you roll the dice and, and let them throw some other sort of? Uh, Drink uh, we've done it before, and they sent regular cream soda, and so I, I think we probably just do don't substitute. But yeah, so it's pretty fun. I haven't had cream soda for months, and uh, it, I had one today since it was I've delicious. been there. Probably was that the last time you got the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, and, and exactly. that was just about three months ago, a quarter crazy. of a year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. It's almost time for you to come out. Come on yeah, back. Almost ready. Yeah. Oh, yep. and this, I bet you the snow will be uh, would be would be there if I came anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of going into it's. It was like seventy some today. It was hot today. You know, it's it was really seventy Stupid. today for you. Yeah. It was colder here than it was there. Then um, today, I, what in the yeah? What in tarnation? I think um, <laughs> yes. Uh, today got to a high of like sixty eight. Which Ooh, has been, nice. yeah, it's actually been pretty nice. It's been getting pretty chilly at night. Pretty soon you have a little Jimmy covered in Ooh, snow. Yeah, we could only hope. Yeah, like tonight, 48 degrees. Like, that's pretty darn cold for here, you know? That is cold. Like, 48 degrees in the morning. You, so You got to put on your Jets uh, uh, snow cap. What do you call those? Toque. The toque? Yeah. But what do you call them, though? Uh, a winter hat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, winter hat, yeah. 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 <laughs> Of yeah, duh. But yeah, although so Casey, how's it going? Jets winter hat. It might not be able to cover anything. We're not too That's good. Right. Mm. Looking at the numbers, we might go down as the worst team ever. Like in the history of football. Like ever, yeah. So uh, there have been, I think, three, three totally defeated seasons. I think it's three. Um like ever in the NFL, so obviously mm-hmm. if we don't w- like Owen, yeah, Owen sixteen or you know Owen fourteen or twelve, whatever it was before. Um, I know most recently it was Cleveland, and it was uh, then the Detroit Lions, and then I think there was one um, from a long time ago, maybe the Bucks. I don't know though for sure. But uh, essentially, it, you know, obviously if we lose the next eight games. You know, you're you're already in that class, right? You're you're one of the worst teams of all time. But then you start to look at the numbers and you look at the uh, point differential, and my God, dude, <laughs> like we get outscored by double. Like, so for instance, um, Adam Gase. This is his second year as coach, so he has coached 16 games last year and eight here, 24 games. He has more losses by double digits than he does wins. This guy's terrible. He he is. Ooh, Lord, a terrible coach. But the good news is he's a fantastic tank commander, and he's leading us to the promised land. So eight more games I got to get through, and then hopefully uh, we come out sunny on the other side. 
I'll pretend to understand because you get a better pick. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So essentially, you're gonna get a new coach though. Oh yeah. Oh, Adam Gase. Yeah, he's gonna be fired no matter what. Um. So next year we're gonna have a brand new coach. We're already trading away like all of our players this year because the deadline. So you just get as much draft capital as you can, meaning more picks. Uh, you know, so you can get more fresh young players. And mm-hmm. essentially, the um, do you? I know you're not a big NFL fan. Do you remember Andrew Luck? The name Andrew no. Luck. Okay, so he was like, like the highest touted QB like prospect in like decades. You know, like oh, since Peyton Manning essentially. Uh, so it was like, oh man, this okay. guy's gonna be the truth. You know, and he came in and he was really good. Uh, but essentially, he ended up retiring early. Um, but that's aside the point. Essentially, Trevor Lawrence, he's like just as highly um, touted as Andrew Luck. So. If there was ever a year for the Jets to really be terrible, it would be this year because presumably we get the number one pick and he comes out of college. You know, we we get like a really good quarterback. Um, but who who knows? Well, we just gotta but suffer. Can one quarterback change everything? Not everything, but he can certainly change a lot. Uh, I thought I thought Sam Darnold was the guy, and and like I was just like, yeah, like the team sucks. That's why he sort of sucks, you know. Uh, but. He just makes bad decisions, bad interceptions. You know what I mean? Like, stuff you shouldn't be doing in your third year. It's like, and I know our team's terrible and Adam Gase is horrible, so I don't think he's done. But essentially, it's one of those things where this guy coming out um, of the draft or coming out of college, like, he is good enough that even if you think Darnold could be good, you'd be dumb to pass him up kind of thing, you know? So, I don't know. Gotcha. We'll see. It's It's a football man our, our t- oh, the good news though i just can't imagine being i mean you know we huskers they lost their first game and we, we have like a ridiculously hard schedule because like our first games were like our i don't know how many first four games or yeah, so against, you know like, real so we good have like teams. a shortened season and then the rest of our yes it's ridiculous and we didn't do that bad actually but then they cancel our second game with wisconsin because the team like had like Eight, twelve yeah, cases million of COVID cases. And the coach had it too. Yeah. So. I, well, see, that's the thing with uh, with the Jets. Like, you look at other teams that are really bad. Like, even the Giants. You know, another New York team. They're bad. They're one and seven. But like, they've almost won a bunch of games. And like, sure, they're they don't have a lot of talent, but they're trying. You know, the Jets, mm-hmm. dude. We just get blown out every week. It's it's really honestly, <laughs> it's something to see. It's. That's oh, so depressing. Yeah, it's dude. it's so depressing. But like I said, man, if th- what a nice way to start off the Nintendo podcast. If there was ever a year to do it. Now, real quick, I know people are probably sick of hearing about my sports talk. Real quick, Mets got a new owner, dude. So there is some good news in my life, sports wise. We had like um these cheap owners that got caught up in a Ponzi schemes. <laughs> Not even making it up. Uh they got caught up in a Ponzi scheme and <laughs> lost a bunch of money. So they were really cheap, you know? Despite it sounds like the Talk Nintendo podcast yeah, owner. Yeah. <laughs> so we um uh, like there's been like the Will Ponds have been historically terrible owners. So now we got this guy who um he's worth fourteen billion dollars. And like if you take the other five richest MLB teams, like their owner's net worth, like it doesn't even equal ours now, you know? So it's like we got the richest guy in the world. It's like, come on down, baby. Is it who is it? His name's Steve Cohen. And uh, oh. he grew. I I don't. I think he's some sort of financial. You know, to make fourteen billion dollars. I don't know what you got to do. But uh, 
Who, who knows? But yeah. essentially, he grew up a Mets fan, you know? So it's like, oh, maybe a guy who actually cares about the team and has we'll just, uh, a, a lot of money. We'll just buy the Mets. Well, yeah. I'll just buy the Mets. Hmm. You would be... <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. So he was trying to buy this team for like a year and... Ch- and all the hoops you got to jump through to buy a professional ball team, apparently. It's ridiculous. But uh, but it's official. So now, now we don't have cheap owners and, and maybe the Mets will uh, spend some money and... and I just need a championship, Perry. I don't. Such a funny I don't thing. care where it comes that's from. That's what's so funny about pro. I know, pro versus college. It's just like so funny. Like an owner of a team. It's like, what a weird thing. Like what a weird business. You know. It'd be cool though. Imagine I own the New York Mets. It's just a weird. It's like how do you own, like, a sport team? It's kind of. It's just. Weird I mean, to it's me. a business at the end of the day. You know. Yeah. But okay. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, to have that kind of loot. But it it was funny too. They just showed like um, one of the like our team's salary was like two hundred million or something. Or hundred. I I don't know exactly. Whatever it was. And then like they were showing like this is uh, our new owner's like two hundred and fifty million dollars statue. And you look and it's just it looks like I could have made it. You know what I mean? But apparently That's he weird. paid two hundred and fifty million. So like everyone's like. Just imagine what he'll do with the the Mets, you know what I mean? If he's willing to buy that piece of crap for 250 million bucks. What's he going to do? I mean, what can you do with money? I mean, are you going to buy Well, in baseball, nicer? there's no um there's no salary cap. Like so technically uh, you can spend but like essentially there's like a luxury tax. So you can buy the players. So yeah, like <laughs> there is a threshold where like if you go over a certain amount, you get taxed really hard. But, like, if you're stupid rich and you just want to win, like, you could just off, like, well, I'll just pay the extra money, you know? Um, but also, yeah, like, putting money into, uh, you know, analytics so departments weird. and stuff and, and trying to better the team through that kind of stuff as well. Uh, because, like, baseball is all about analytics now. So, again, our team was, like, way behind the ball. So now we got a guy who's like, all right, I'll just beef that up. But, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm, I could talk about sports forever. But I'm mm-hmm. sure people here probably don't care, so. They probably already tuned yeah. out. You get anything good to eat? I already did. I did. I had pepper jacks for supper, and it was the best pepper I've ever jacks? had. Pepper jacks? That's right. It was. There's a steak Philly place. It's delicious. Mm. I had a, a loaded steak nachos. Woo! And um, but essentially, they put the chips on the side, and I take it home. And, oh, dude, it was so... It's mouth-wateringly good. Oh, this pepper jack cheese melted over it. Um, oh, baby. You know, has jalapenos and double the meat. And then I, you know, crunched up... And then it has, like, sour cream and steak sauce and stuff in it. Dude, my mouth is watering. It was <laughs> You're so ready good. for round two? Oh, dude, yeah. And it was so much food, but it was so good. I So, yeah. I tell you what, the, the funny thing about jalapenos... What a mixed bag, you know what I mean, from place to place. I feel like, I'm, I mean, I'm always down with a nice hot, you know, jalapeno, but I feel like sometimes you get them and you're like, man, it doesn't even feel like there's anything on here. And then other times they're like, you're running for water, you know? Totally. Yeah. Especially like with fresh jalapenos, it's like. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it can be insane. And then the pickled jalapenos aren't, aren't as bad, but yeah. And this place you can fireball. That's what they call it. You're you can do that to your to your cheese steak, and it that's just like you just fry it in or like when you grill it in uh, jalapeno juice. Oh, so it like seeps in. Oh, it's so good. Oh my goodness, dude! 
Anyway. Why didn't you take me I, there, I you, you picklehead? I, I would have. I was try, trying to get hungry. Yeah. I was we on just the list. had to eat too much food. <laughs> I know. Famous Dave's was super good. Oh, yeah. I don't regret a thing. Yeah. Especially when I got that big old combo meal for dirt cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Okay. Now, you look like you sent me this. You sent me this image, and it was a, a plate that had been devoured. And it, it looked like it was a delicious enchilada. I guessed it was an, an enchilada, but honestly, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It could have been almost any Mexican cuisine. It could have been like an, an animal. Yeah. A little squirrel found on the side of the road. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I uh, so I was on the way home and I was like trying to figure out what what I wanted to do. You know, I was like I could be good and just make some food when I get home, but then I was like, but where is the fun in that? Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a little Mexican food, dude. It's been a hot minute, and like the best thing is like normally I don't do Mexican for lunch or anything. So to to see like oh baby we got deals you know we got lunch deals and and whatnot so got myself uh two chicken enchiladas with some rice and beans on the side some chips and salsa oh, Ooh. yeah it yeah. it absolutely hit the spot you know what i mean it was one of those uh like ah oh. i wasn't 100 like i was on the fence like do i want to do it do i want to go somewhere and then i was like nope i'm doing it and boom it was one of those like instant you like made the right yeah, choice my friend after that first bite you know it was like yeah Yep, this was the one. This was the one. Beautiful. I love it. Mm. Beautiful. Yes. It was delicious. That is delicious. And since it was so delicious, <clears throat> excuse me. Um I think that we should change up our whole episode this this week. Doing the episode reversary? Yeah. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah, I'm down with it. Little little switcheroo. Yeah, maybe we'll switch our what we've been playing to the end, and maybe we'll even be joined by a special guest. Mm. A special huh? guest, eh? Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it is a special day. We did have... So it makes sense to have some, a special guest. That's true. We did have some delicious food. All right, well, <laughs> if, if you're down... I guess we seem like we're doing this. I guess. Eshop Roundup, baby. The new Eshop Roundup. Eehaw! Scabadaboosh, here we are. Man, that's weird. An Eshop Roundup, 14 minutes. Did in. you just call me weird? No, I said that's weird. Oh, all right. It is a little weird. Did but you just say. I'm allowed with it. Oh. Okay, so. Big game came out last week. Mm. And I don't even think we've talked about it, really, which is Pikmin 3. Deluxe. Ooh, that is true. Is is that what? Yeah. Your your eShop roundup is that your pick? Uh, no, I just saw it there. I have it sitting on my table too. Ooh, you bought it. I had no I doubt. I'm, I'm definitely gonna. <laughs> I do. No, it looks uh, it looks fun. Um, but I've played it before, and uh, we'll, hopefully, I can get to it this week. Hopefully. I thought about it, but I, I thought about it, but. I want to know what your pick of the week is. Well, my pick of the week is Toronos. Toronos. T-A-U-R-O-N-O-S. Um, like the Toro. Is, isn't that? Gotcha. Yeah. So it is, uh, or Minotaur or whatever. So essentially, this is a uh, six ninety nine, and it looks like a roguelite 
sort of like dungeon crawler where you're going down and, and working your way through here. And I guess it's sort of like that, but not exactly. So uh, they actually put the war... Uh, the quote-unquote, uh, this game is not a roguelike dungeon crawler, but rather an experience which will ultimately give you the answer to the question, dare uh, dare you know yourself? Of course, you can simply see it as a guilty pleasure arcade game. Just take note, permadeath is unforgiving. So, not exactly sure um, what the permadeath unforgivingness is, but it, it looks like that kind of game, right? You're sort of traveling through, but what's cool is it's, it seems scary, right? Because there's only one enemy, and it's that sort of, like, minotaur guy chasing you around. So you need to actually run away, and you're going to be solving puzzles and doing little things here and there. And then eventually, I guess, as you continue through the game, you sort of learn how to either... I don't know if you will directly damage the enemy uh, that's chasing you, or if it's something where it's just like, oh, you know, a way to banish him or something. But it, it does seem like... Almost more of like a horror game, survival horror, trying to get away. You know, you you don't have a direct route to deal with this enemy, you know, in a physical stance. So, like, you know, do you remember, um, oh, God, I'm, uh, oh, my gosh, hold on. What is that game? I'm totally blanking. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Outlast, Outlast, that's it. Okay, um. Outlast, yes. how like you don't have a weapon, you just have the camera and you gotta like hide from the enemies. So don't you have like a flashlight or something? Yeah, well with that one you have a video camera because you're sort of like uh okay. you're a journalist, you know, and you're trying to get the scoop on what's going on and, and you get, get the scoop yeah. on the monster. And then you find yourself screwed with nothing but a gosh darn video camera. But yeah, this game mm -hmm. uh it is like pixely art kind of thing, so it, it does look cool and and like I said, for six ninety nine, sort of that nice point where you could sort of try something out and if you don't like it you don't you don't feel like you're you know broke the bank. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Boom. Yep. Very nice pick. Now this next this next pick I feel like you would be more interested in, and the Dirty Mage, um, which is Cthulhu Saves Christmas. <laughs> I gotta look this one up. <laughs> now this is a a prequel to uh, Cthulhu Saves the World. Mm. Um, this is being published by Limited Run Games. They're actually doing this on the Switch physically. Perry's got and his doing, copy pre-ordered. And they're doing PS5. Ooh. I think it's their first PS5 game, which is kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, Cthulhu, the master of insanity, <laughs> has lost his powers again. The only way that he can get them back is by rescuing Santa Claus from the League of Christmas Evil. <laughs> I will say, looking at the screenshots, it is definitely better than the name sort of implies because, you know, it sounds super silly, right? Oh, um, oh, yeah. But it's funny, one of the screenshots, Jack Frost, so you're the one who is up to snow good. <laughs> Release my grandfather. <laughs> oh, don't worry about That's my funny. looks. I have the flu. Now, wouldn't you like to sit on Santa's lap? That's Cthulhu as a uh, the mall Santa Claus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That it amazing. actually looks really like beautiful. I, I love the art style. Yeah. It looks like a like a like an SNES. You know. Yeah, uh, but nice and uh, RPG, clean and, so. and always good Christmas time. You know, honestly, that might be a good. It's fast paced too. Like I said, maybe that could be a good Dirty Mage crossover for Christmas edition. Ooh. That could be that could be a good option. Sign me and up. And it's only nine ninety nine uh, digitally. So that's actually not too bad at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> it says, uh, uh, join Cthulhu, the snow maiden, Baba Yagachan, 
and Belsnickel. <laughs> oh, Belsnickel. And you fight the Krampus. Oh, that's the Krampus. So, uh, the Krampus. Yeah, y- y- yeah, those are scary. But I, I did. Oh, and it's funny. D- Check this out. Estimated time for a single playthrough on medium difficulty around four to five hours. <laughs> you know, it's really, really, really funny. I was, I literally had it in how long to beat.com and they're showing like six hours. So that's funny. Um, that's amazing. That, that's exactly what you said. And boom. Yeah, no, uh, I think that has real potential for uh, a, a dirty mage crossover. Absolutely. Tell, tell, tell the Canadians. Yeah. They're like, we don't believe in Christmas. We're Canadian. And I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, they don't celebrate Christmas in, in the land that Santa yeah, comes yeah, from. Yeah, where it's literally a winter wonderland, like 80% of the year. <laughs> we don't celebrate winter. Yeah. We hate yeah, it. We are winter. We are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beautiful. All right. Well, that'll do it for this eShop Roundup. A surprisingly holiday thing. Hey, Pretty soon, the jingle bells are coming. Dude. I might have to start a little early this year because of the COVID, you know. Make, you know may, may, just makes well, people a not happier. before Thanksgiving. I, I, I don't want it. I want nothing to do with that. I love that. I love that you don't want that because that, that actually gives me faith because I, I yeah, like. I love Christmas my, to death. I love the de- decorations. I love lights all over the place. Yeah, I love do. everything about it. But not until... A- if you want to do it on Black Friday, literally the day after Thanksgiving, you want to pop those suckers up, by all means. But don't do it beforehand, you know? Well, here's the thing. So uh, the, 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 the rule from our household is... Because um, we're the same way, but it's, it's, we, we listen, you get to start Christmas music at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. That was that's kind of our rule. So we always listen to Perry Como sings a Merry Christmas, who I was kind of named after Perry Como, and uh, and it's a great album. If anyone, you know, that's your that's so, your go-to. Uh, oh, that's just our yeah. That's definitely like it's a great. You should listen to it. I'm a great. I'm an Andy Williams Christmas Christmas oh, song. That's guy. classic, dude. The classic Andy Williams man. Oh, it's so dripping with like. With like Christmas cheer. Oh, I love it, dude! It's, it's it's like you can't even like it's like you can cut a knife. We used to have that, we used to have the Christmas album cheer. like the the CD. I remember growing up, so we'd have to put, bust that sucker out. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're definitely Andy Williams. See, for us, Sandy's birthday isn't. It's December second, so for us, that would be sort of like all right, get through Thanksgiving. Get through Sandy's birthday, and then like after Sandy's birthday would be when the decorations would start popping up, you know. And then mm-hmm. we would get like the Christmas tree like in the middle of December. Oh yeah. And then and then there you go. But uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I I can I'm fine with the people throwing it up there the day after Thanksgiving. But man, I don't want it beforehand. My my sister in law, who she watches the baby uh, every Wednesday. The baby. She uh she had a Christmas tree up like Ugh Ugh Yeah. And was packed. Packed. Like up to the up to like my chest See, with I, presents underneath. Really? It. That's insane. I just feel like it just takes away from like what makes it so special, you know? Like I love the decoration, mm-hmm. but like too much of a yeah, good it's thing. It's like, right? oh now we have it up for two months. 
That's you know what I mean. Like a sixth of the year, yeah. we've got Christmas decorations up. Like, come on. Now, do you get? And I, I, I probably know that you. You probably get a fake tree. <laughs> you have a fake. What do tree. I look like? I, Some dude, sort of Jim Brony. Here's the thing, man. I grew up with a real tree. I always get a real tree. And then every other person in existence doesn't do that. Like nope. everyone I meet, oh no, we get a fake tree. So I, I now I just assume that everyone gets a fake well, tree. Well, you know what you do when you assume. Mm-hmm. We had me and my friends had a had a funny joke about that because the word assume and presume have the same uh they have the same definition in the dictionary. Mm. So you can say presume and assume in the same way. It was just the funniest thing. It was like we just didn't know. So our joke on that, because this is the kind of funny people we were, is we say, you know what happens when you assume? You make a prez out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, you get, so you get a real tree. Oh yeah, we, we're re- real tree now, peeps. Now, what kind of fur? A Douglas fur. Uh, really? Um, I don't know. I think that might be what they are, but I'm not actually... I think we got a Fraser. Oh last, no, yeah, maybe yeah, it is. Year. Yeah, maybe it's a free. I think that might be like the the popular one. Yeah, the Douglas fur is the like Charlie Brown, which we normally get. We normally get like the Douglas fur. But all I know is, yeah, no, you need a real tree. And, and again, this is where I would make an exception. Like if you have a big house and you want two trees, like, sure, you can have a fake one for, like, the entryway or whatever you want to put it, you know what I mean? But you still need a, a true and tried tree that you can smell, get the presents true under there, tried. you know? Like, come on. Well, these mm-hmm. people, man. Fake trees. Pfft. It's funny because you know, Caitlin a was a fake tree girl, and, like, I was like... Well, uh, d- don't be dissing the fake trees. I, I, I have. A, oh, I'll diss every I fake have, tree I, I want, dang it. I make sure... I, I'm pretty sure the... <laughs> See, I'll diss any anything. I don't care. I hate everything. <laughs> if it's not what I like, I hate it. Uh, it's the worst. Um, typical Mac. Typical. <laughs> typical <laughs> Douglas <laughs> fur. Yeah. Yep. My mom actually makes these things called feather trees. Did Did you see those when you were here? Um, I don't. It's remember. actually really. My mom is like an artisan artist. Really cool. Like legitimately cool artist like she does calligraphy and she's an artist in uh when it comes to baking uh, those cookies too yeah dude yeah oh anything she makes is amazing and anyway she uh she makes these feather trees and it's a german tradition from like i believe like the 30s and 40s and it's it's trees and you take turkey feathers this is crazy and you actually you 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 take turkey feathers and you you basically you, you dot you like like you cook them you steam them you I think you actually like blanch them like in the you cook them in a pot of boiling water took turkey feathers and then you can actually like take the feather off the quill like you can actually like like pull it off hmm. like an eyelash like you can kind of pull it all off and it comes off in like a in like a one piece on both sides of a quill and then you dye that. You, you you dye it green, and then you wrap that around like a, a any sort of like a like a like a a, a pole or, or a, a what do you call it like a wooden uh, can't think of the name like a skinny like wooden pole, mm-hmm. um, and you can wrap it around, and then it looks like a it looks like a 
like a pine. It looks like a little pine p- tree. That's awesome. You wrap it around, it looks like it. And they're really, really like it's. It's really, really. It's kind of like a, you know, it's like a fine art thing. And so she sells them like nationwide and like around, like in like. A no wonder pipe, why like, you didn't want me dissing the fake crap. trees. You got skin <laughs> no. in the game. Well, this is the whole. This is the. Well, <laughs> Well, the thing is, is it's not. I, I mean, know, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what's so funny is like we. It's not like, like they're smaller, right? My mom actually has been working on like a life size one over the past like ten years. Like they take her crowning achievement. Make. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. So they, I think they actually used it last year for Christmas. But you know, we've always done. We've, I've. You have to understand, Casey. My whole life, I've been. You use a fake tree, you're dead to me. <laughs> that's been me for the whole my whole life. And now I'm kind of like, you know what? If you want to use a, a fake tree. You can live with that shame. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm talking crap behind your back, but nope, I'll do it to your face, you picklehead. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. We're terrible people, but no, nope, okay we're not the ones because... with fake Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like this middle. Should we have a Christmas segment in between the middle? Yeah, <laughs> the. Uh, eShop and the news. I'll be damned if I see a single decoration up before November, but I'll talk about it all month. <laughs> Welcome to the eight-part Christmas special on the Talk Nintendo podcast. It's funny. We should. I don't know if we really talked about Christmas in Nintendo games. That would be a good segment. We we should do this mm. year. Like just just the like you know like just Christmassy things and like Santa Claus and Nintendo stuff. I can't think of a lot of them. I bet they're there though. But you know we just gotta look. I bet they are. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think before we get into the news, we should take a quick break because I think that we have a very special guest coming on mm-hmm. who's ready to come on. Mm-hmm. And he's knocking at the door. Don't answer unless he's got a real tree in his hand. Okay, well, not yet because <laughs> yeah, it, he's not a Jimmy. Because <laughs> you don't you don't have it up yet. But um, yeah, let's take a quick little musical break. Maybe it'll be jingle. Yeah, like we're saying, like you can't celebrate Christmas, but listen to the yeah. Christmas. <laughs> but here's no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Andy Williams <laughs> with <laughs> Jingle Bells. <laughs> I'm definitely doing that now. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's the holiday okay, season. Okay, we are back. And it is uh, it is a certain segment's time, but before we get to that jingle, uh, we are joined by the one, the only, Jules Watchem. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello. I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, Jules my gosh. And I, we have this, we're cooking up a, uh, a, a British sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Oh Hello. Oh Hello. <laughs> uh, yes, Jules is joining us, and uh, hey guys, it's, good to see you. it's our it's it's our four year anniversary since we had. Ju- Can you believe it for the four first years. time? Yeah. Um, the I the election special. It. I can't believe it. How has it been four years? It's, it, it's literally unbelievable. You cannot believe I, it. I know. Yep. I don't. I, I, I don't it, believe it. Actually, four years so ago, Jules weird. was like, "Yep, I could come speak for about one hour." 
five hours. Having his yeah. buy-in, yeah, having his yeah. buyout, you know, no, in case we were a bunch of good. weirdos. But uh, mm-hmm. no, honestly, I was hoping that there would be. Yeah, the first time that we had John, you're like, yeah, like I could probably go for like an hour, and I was like, okay, good. Like, I don't no want pressure, to, like, yeah. just like I don't want mm-hmm. him to just like just do this for anyone. You know, it's like, yeah, I can go for two hours. No, no, he he gave the one hour thing, but then after. After the hour went up, he's like, "No, no, I can stay on." I can yeah, hang around. Yeah. I can, I, I can my, my my previous engagement, it it it, <laughs> they, they it suddenly vanished. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. We talk about the four years. One of the things that kind of blew my mind that Jules and I were talking about like a week ago was the fact that the original muds, because we were talking about how muds, uh, the first when it came out on 3ds, was a was a complete different video game. Like literally, obviously, but generation just in, just in where like like Muds was like the like one of the first like retro platformers like you know like that's, that's and crazy. taking I mean, advantage it really of the eShop I mean, it was like it was like you know? a, yeah it was part of that that go that go ahead and like of of the you know it was right before the flood of stuff and it was one of the first ones and that was eight years ago Amazing. it was eight years ago good land but what's crazy what's crazy to think about is that. That was ha- four years ago when we met Jules. It was only four years before that. Yeah, so it's it, just that's a it kind of like that 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 math. You know, sometimes stuff kind of blows your mind. It's one of those you know? where it was like yeah. more time has passed since the like Mario, you know, sixty four DS has been released than exactly. when you know it was released after the original. And you're just oh, like, yeah. oh my Crazy. gosh, you know, yeah, I'm getting like old. twice the amount of time almost. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's even really one of those. Where- Right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was going to wrap up this the muds thing. It's just what well, it, well, it just reminded me. It was weird when we released muds on the uh, I'm sorry on the 3ds. It was 8.99, and I remember at that time being controversial. Like that was expensive oh, yeah. for an eShop game, and even someone and I'm not sure who it was now. I can't remember. But there was a review that even called that out and said, "Oh, it's kind of pricey." Yeah. But and it was like, what a different world we're in now. Well, dude, it mm-hmm. it what I mean, but I mean, because it's funny, it was, and it 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 kind of was a controversial price point at that time, and. It, which is crazy. I mean, it is like crazy. looking back on it now, it's silly. But yeah. like, I remember I didn't get it when it came out because I was like, man, well, cheap skates, pricey. I know, but I mean, that's just like that's how I was trained. Th- exactly. I don't know. The eShop had I, trained us that way, and then I was worried about pricing at eighty ninety nine. But I'm like, but I think the game's yeah. worth it, so I guess we'll just do it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was also, you know, just digital downloads were like at least to me a new more of a new concept especially Definitely. you know on like Nintendo so it was like one yeah. of those like do I want to spend eight dollars for something that's just digital I don't have a copy of it you know and then totally I guess well, also kind of think, comparing it to the app store like what's free over there yeah, so right. why, is, why are you charging me ten bucks for this thing yeah. you know what I mean yeah. because it's um, not a piece of right. garbage on a piece of yeah, garbage exactly. platform it actually has controls um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, and also I guess you know the 3DS games, you know, ranging from thirty to forty bucks. So people, I guess, seeing like, oh, this is almost a third potentially to yeah. you know a quarter of the price of a real box, game. There's no manual. There's no cartridge. What the heck? Yeah, yeah it's it's funny it's how weird, things have right? merged over time. Like the value for a, for a digital game is now on par with a physical game almost, which is kind of amazing. Like Shantae mm-hmm. came out, you know, the most recent one, twenty nine ninety nine. Day one on Switch, that's the price. Uh, I think if I think, I think that was being successful. digital, I know it was twenty nine ninety nine physical when Limited Run did it. I think it was Seven Sirens. I think that yeah, that came out a few months later. 
very successful, crazy successful. So it yeah. just shows that people are like, no, it's fine <laughs> because I, I recognize well, the value yeah. in the product. It's worth it. I'm going to buy it. And that everyone's just that, used yeah. to that world now. Love it. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and to another factor, which is, I think it's a pretty serious factor is that I think seven sirens was a launch game or near launch game for the Apple arcade where it was, it was a launch game, part mm-hmm. of a free Netflix like account. It yeah. still is, Isn't and it still came out at thirty bucks. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely and Jules amazing. still bought it digitally and physically. <laughs> yeah. I did. <laughs> and no, you I have it. He's on been hanging out with Perry too much. I have it digital. I, I have know, it physical. He's rubbed off on me. <clears throat> yeah, I don't yeah. mind because I just I realized. I guess many years ago, I'm a collector and I don't mind. And if I can afford it, yay. And if I can't, well, that's a bummer. But, you know, <laughs> then I'll mind. put it on I a just... credit card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and Jules does have one of the inbox uh, Shantae of the Game, Game Boy, Boy Color. Games. Yeah, Game I Boy bought Color the Game Boy games. Color one, the original one, yeah. Which is like, and I. Well, like I, when it came out <laughs> way back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. And that's still going to maintain, because it's funny, because I was thinking Limited Run is, you know, they did. I Actually, I bought the, the, reprint. the mm-hmm. one that they're doing. Yeah, but the original. I wonder what that's gonna do to the original because it's it's still like it's still. How many did they do? Do you remember color. how many they, did I, they do was, of the reprint? I'm pretty sure it was a open pre-order. Oh, so, interesting! Really? Yeah. For Game yeah. Boy Color, wow, that's yeah. interesting. You would think the I don't minimum, know how that the, works, yeah. You would think the minimum order on that would be something like ten thousand or something crazy, yeah. you know, something high. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Hmm. I know. But anyway, hmm. so it's but it does say it does have that like limited run branding. Mm-hmm. on the side like, it's definitely going to be interesting in like 10 years when you get collectors who are just specifically going after like limited run and stuff because uh-huh. i mean collecting blows up you know all these it, it's so funny you know like you said you look back it's like okay oh gamecube's the hot console right now everything's skyrocketing mm-hmm. you know so it'll be interesting totally. when switch is in that sort of sweet spot with all of these different sort of limited run, you know, super rare games, yeah. like the, the limited mm-hmm. dis- distribution um, is going to be really interesting as far as, like, people going for these crazy collections. You're right, because there's so many rare games on the Switch, believe it or not. It's, it's really cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it really it's is good to get, get in there early, you know, because those yeah, because are going to be so you know, much money at one point. Because yeah. it's something to think about, right? Is like, you kind of think of, like, the, the you know, think of the, the collection, right? The only thing that's happening in our world is we're getting more and more and more video game players and collectors. Yeah. Like, that's what's happening. Like, it's, it it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you get people that are 50 and then, you know, and then now it's, been, you know, literally they grew up with it. And then now it's 40. It's just, just going to get. So in 20 years, there's going to be 20 more years of people that collect video games. So it's not gonna. It's not like it's these. Yeah, the audience people. is growing. Yeah, yeah, these audiences, yeah. and you're gonna want these games. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. want to see those games, you know. And so, I, it's yeah. I was gonna say I do wonder though, with obviously developers and publishers and everyone wants wants to push digital. You know, obviously there's more mm-hmm. turnaround as far as money goes for them, and just ease. You know, being able to download something. Granted that you have a good internet, you know, it's nice and easy to do. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, you know, in, in 10, 20 years, is there going to be physical media still? Of course, I think there still will be, but it, I don't know. I mean, I, I really definitely see the push towards digital more, and eventually someone's going to bite the bullet and be like, well, you can only get digital games, you know? And I don't know. Then all of a sudden, then... I don't know if that can happen now. I mean, I don't, I don't know if... Because I think people, if they have the will... 
People can just... I mean, it's just like saying... I mean, people are still making Game Boy games right now. <laughs> yeah, that is... You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Crazy. So I, I don't think you can stop someone from making anything. Now, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, like, with, with, like, Nintendo Switch cartridges, I guess someone will learn how to make that, I guess, you know? And I, I, it, it's, it, it is weird, because the other, the other thing is, like, you know, the GameCube and the Wii, and then back, you know, before that, we're kind of living in in that era, but everything kind of after that is kind of just being reported mm-hmm. to a new console. To the new platform, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like... it's Especially like you know, I think Wii U, of, yeah. Yeah. And you think of, like, just like Super Meat Boy, for instance, you know? Like, Super Meat Boy is... and Or Mute Muds. It's like, and I guess that's a good question. It's like, who knows what Mutant Muds is? Mutant Muds going to be on PS5? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, a, yeah. it's such an interesting, it's like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? You know, like I, all, all of these games, well, it's it's exactly what we just said, where it's a new market of people. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not the same market. P- people buying the PS5 different people, are, yeah. d- are different mm-hmm. because they're, they're, yeah. they're being born, you know? And mm-hmm. so... It's just a very it's such a it's it's not like it's not always going to be the same. So yeah, it's fun, and I think I think like you're saying, I mean, the physical stuff I think will always be around. You know, I think that's even though digital may lead the way eventually and is quickly clearly becoming that. I think physical is just a human need for many people, like me included. It's like you know, I, I like if I was a big book reader, which I'm not really, but when I do, it's it's nice to have the actual paperback or whatever in your hand yeah. rather than on the Kindle or whatever digital reader you may use. Digital readers are awesome, of course, very efficient, lots of awesome reasons to have one of those. Yeah, you can't school. beat that feeling of having a paperback in your hand and kind of, you know, just kind of curling up with a book, just the same with a, with a game. Oh, yeah. Not that you curl up with a game, but that collector's mentality of having it on your shelf or in a I box or whatever. Well, that was... I know I've mentioned this before, but, you know, for Jules, like, with Blizzard, I remember listening to an interview back in the day, and... They're like, yeah, we, we would put, you know, stuff in the box to make it feel like all their games come with, like, and I joke with Perry, like, it's like a little notepad, you know, and it has, like, mm-hmm. the, oh, like, World of Warcraft yeah. character yeah. on or whatever. But it was like, yeah. they put it in there, so when you pick that box up off the shelf, it's like, yeah. oh, man, this has got some weight to it. It weighs Feels more good. than these other boxes. Like, there's more value here. So I, I definitely... There must be something good in here. <laughs> yeah, like that. There's more mass. Yeah, just that mm-hmm. sort of s- subtle, like, yeah, I'm paying... I'm yeah. getting a heavier box, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and getting back to what you were saying earlier about Switch stuff even becoming special soon, I just quickly looked up on eBay just to see Mud's collection, you know, that was published by Super Rare, physically on the Switch. Even that is 55 bucks. You know, originally it was sold for 30 I think. Mm. And even now on eBay, it's 55 And that's And that's actually not... I think it's sealed, but there are other ones that are completely sealed, you know, in the double mm-hmm. wrap that Super Rare does with a little sticker on, and that's 80 bucks. And then you have a signed one over there for 250 I know that's yours, Casey, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was just, it's funny. I was just going to ask, is there one with the signed edition? How much is that going for? <laughs> Has that gone yet? Refresh. You know what? That one, I, I wonder, do you really see a signed one on there? Yeah, I do. Yeah, That'd do you be really? Funny if that was the one yeah. that we did for the giveaway. Oh my god, I thought you were joking around. No, no, there is. <laughs> there be, is I would not there. be surprised yeah. if that was the one from the winner of the NWR giveaway. I wonder if you have a photo of it because the you compare the compare the location of the the smile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, but, I'll, um, I'll send that's a picture after this. Two fifty. If he sells, for 250, he sells yeah. for two fifty, more power to him. Isn't that crazy? Um, <laughs> Jules is like, just kick cool. me back half of it. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, hmm, I've got some of those laying around. Wait, wait um, a second. This seller is from... This is from Renegade Kid Seller? Yeah. Renegade Kid <laughs> Fanboy? Yeah. Uh, something, I don't know. Right. Um, but it's cool, though. I mean, already we're seeing value in, in limited runs of games. It's like, man, give it another 10 years. Wow. Oh, yeah. You no, know? for sure. It's pretty awesome. Dude, and that's the thing with limited run is that... and. Uh, Exactly, is that you look at their game. They're Switch games right now. You know, I missed out on stuff that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you look back and you can't get it for retail. I mean, you got it. There's, there's already yeah, like done. a $20, you know? So yeah. they know yeah, what they're doing. Oh, I forgot. It's exciting because I definitely have that sense of urgency. When a game is released, even if it's actually from one of the big boys, but especially if it's limited on a super rare or one of those guys, I'm like, okay, I need to buy it now. <laughs> because otherwise, yeah. the door is closing and I'll miss it. But I do like those open pre-orders that Limited Run does um, where you have a couple of weeks, you know, and it's not it's, – it's, it's less pressure. It is. Nice. We have 5,000. Get them while you can. It's like – and that's exciting, but – yeah, it's it kind is of exciting. And well, it's that's good if you get ease, one. They did it where but if you don't get one, yeah, it, then it really stinks. Really well, yeah, stinks. that's just like that was what yeah. was nice about ease. They did the open pre-order for just the regular mm. version, and then they had the collector's edition. P- you know, so what was that PS4? Or was that Switch? Oh, uh, that was for the Switch. I, I yeah, okay, I cool. think it was for PS4 both. also, but uh, probably yeah. yeah, definitely for the Switch. Yeah. And and I was like, oh. I was tempted to get it, but it was nice to have like the backup there to just get the regular version. Totally. If, you know, you couldn't, yeah, you know, or didn't want to flop down the extra. I, mm. what we gotta get Limited Run to do is to make a GameCube. Let's do GameCube games. That would be amazing. I, that would just be so cool. I just, mm. you know, could you imagine? I, because it's like, why, why, why couldn't they do? Why couldn't anyone do that right now? You can play them in a. Can you play them in a Wii as well with a, an adapter? Yeah. Kind of, yeah you don't can, even right? need an adapter. Uh-huh. adapter. Just, just regular. Oh, does it take it? Yep. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The Wii U special... didn't though, did it? Or did it? No. 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 Okay. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 You know what's interesting? This is so funny. Is like, uh, it, this is so weird. So like my projector, it's my projector is like from 2008. It, it's super old, but it's it's still an HD projector. Like it outputs at 1080p. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really nice, but it's it like predates like, like it doesn't have an HDMI port on it. Oh wow! So right. I had to do this crazy, like just crazy thing where I get this HDMI splitter that splits the audio out to an analog and this. So it, and anyway, so it's you know it has this crazy way to output it, but I can't like for instance, if you take an H, if you take a Wii, um, and you put an HDMI uh, converter on a Wii on a normal Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can play Wii games on there. Um, it actually it, it can display them, but it does this weird thing like everything is green, and it it's just something about the it's it's just something because I'm splitting the signal like twice because I'm trying doing it, but it's there. So I was like, okay, so I can't play GameCube games. I'm I mean I'm I got to figure out a way to do that on my on my uh, projector. But I was like, well, I can, at least I can play Wii games through my uh, Wii U, right? Because my Wii U. Uh, mm. is is, yes. is straight. I don't need a converter. It's just an HDMI. Mm-hmm. It's just straight in. But what's amazing is that the same. It, you know, your Wii U basically has it. It doesn't emulate. It has, it's like it has like a Wii inside of it. And it, when I when I put like a Wii game into the Wii U, it did the same thing. What? It didn't. It's like yeah, yeah. Like if I if I emulated a Wii, even if I like a digital Wii game that I had um, off of. Uh, you know, like you could buy like Metroid Prime Trilogy, like on the Wii U. You know, it it like out it doesn't output it through 
the same way. It changed. It was just so yeah. weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Um, yeah. Just not but, compatible, right? It's a completely different format, I guess. It's just like, yeah. nope, not going to do it. Yeah, there's something about something. Don't know about what the, the heck but, that is, but no. Nope. But that would be cool if, you know, going back to like, I think that would be so cool, like with the, uh, if they did, like, like, why wouldn't they re-release GameCube games, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, it, it's just a mini disc. I mean, those, those have it's, to be super easy yeah. to make. I guess, I mean, these days, yeah, do people, it's, it's tricky, right? Because how many people have a GameCube? Is it better to port those games to Switch or whatever the current platform is? Exactly. Or is it better to re-release them on their original, you know, um, platform right. and the media? You know, it's tricky, right? Like, it what's the best thing for the player? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're releasing for GameCube, it's like you're targeting collectors, but I guess limited run is essentially targeting collectors anyway. So yeah, you, I guess you they do could. both, right? Which is kind of amazing. Like, like I guess Shantae uh, being a good example. I think they had a Switch version of the Game Boy Color game, right? Is that correct? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, they did. It, it yeah, I bought that right? one too. Which is mind blowing. <laughs> I bought both <laughs> of them. And the, and the size of that game is probably no joke, one megabyte or something. Maybe yeah. even less. It's like so tiny. It it's one of those massive yeah. like Switch. You know, cartridge that can have like God knows how many gigabytes on it. That is so well, that's hilarious. why when Perry was upset that the Fire Emblem Collector's Edition, uh, the re-release of the very first Fire Emblem, you know, is just a digital download. I was like, I can't imagine like all that extra space on a, a, a Switch I know, cartridge right? that's, uh, for yeah. that one. I know, but I just I, I would want it for the you know to keep it so I could play it. Oh know? well, of course, yeah. No, I get but, it, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, but it's but just you know, funny, funny, like all the wasted yeah. space that would be like, man, we use totally. like yeah half a megabyte. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's, it it's funny to that. think of HDMI though, isn't it? Like, what a wonderful upgrade that is. To think of everything was phono cables or whatever the heck they were called then. Know. You know, and the, the leap to HDMI. HDMI is so wonderful in comparison. I'm sure oh, it's going to get better. So much better, ten, yeah. Ten years from now, again, probably from some crystal like lights, wireless, God knows what kind of. Um, you know, material, but HDMI, oof, good times. It's awesome. It is. Yeah. And it's, and that's actually, it's funny. Jill and I were just at Target. I almost, like, we were, we were on the, we were on the brim. I mean, like, I mean, we didn't, but I almost bought a 65 inch 4K Sony Bravia TV today. Hello. And you should, and, but how much are they though, right? They're not crazy. Probably $400. Anymore. Well, this yeah, exactly. no, well, this, well, this was the Sony. This was the Sony Bravia. Uh, so it was you know, nine hundred. Okay, ones. so it's like double. But that, it was yeah. so it normally was like eight hundred, but it was yeah. uh, it was a hundred and seventy bucks off. Dude, dude, so it was like six. That's amazing. We're ending the podcast right now. Inch 4K. Get over to Target, dude. What are you doing? I, that's wow. What are you said, doing? But, what's so funny? She she told me Black Friday. I was like, okay, but why don't we True. just get it now? But you have to fight <laughs> well, people and potentially risk your life yeah. on Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. you don't want yeah, the COVID, well, it's bro. Like, it's Cyber Monday, though, as well. It was a ploy to get me so you could probably, I, do it digital, like, you could probably just order it online. <clears throat> I forgot yeah. what site it was, but I've already heard people like, forget Black Friday. We're doing all month long deals. So and it's like I'm sure yeah, around right, Black Friday right. will be like yeah. the peak of the deals. But d- is it worth like... The fifty bucks potentially, and then you get there, and they don't no, even have the not. TV you want, you know, because they all sold out. Dude, go back tomorrow morning. Crazy. I don't know. But buy I me one too. Like, yeah, I remember those <laughs> oh. big TVs. You know, even okay, forty, Casey. even forty-inch TVs were like over a thousand dollars, two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, and they weren't even even close to being as good as the TVs are now. Not even close. And, and oh, think yeah. of all those. those oh, those OLED screens are sick. Oh, that, well, that's, that's the black. 
That's why the Vita oh. was the first edition of the yes, Vita was nice. Exactly. They had the OLED. Woohoo! Oh, yeah, those, that is, those are sick. Those are woo. still expensive though. They are. They are. But, but not crazy though. Not out of the realm of possibility. It's not crazy expensive anymore. I mean, it's expensive, but it's not funny like $10, to think all those like it used to be. You know, all those jamokes who bought 3D TVs thinking it was like the thing to do. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I knew. I know. I, I it's never cool. got into that. It's cool nah. in concept. I love it in the theater, but at home, yeah. It, it's cool on so. my 3DS, I mean, like how, and that's I mean, like, that. I barely yes. watch. I literally barely watch movies as it is. Like I really yes. do. So it's yeah. like a, a whole TV basically. You know, yeah, it's yeah. stupid. And honestly, even like 4K, unless if like that's why like eventually I'm gonna get a PS5, and then like eventually I would like a right. 4K to go with it. But like, see, yeah. there's that, no reason for me point. to have exactly. a 4K now. Yeah. you know, like no. there's nothing. It's interesting. Like it, it makes you think. See, if I could watch it, sports in 4K, if anything would make too. me buy 4K. Actually, that's why I started thinking about 4K was the idea of getting a Series X or mm-hmm. PS5. Right. Yeah, it's that would be like, it. well, hold on. Now, if we're talking, this is the standard in video gaming. So now, I mean, now, and, it, and it's quickly going to become the standard, you know, the next five, yeah, ten but, years. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, right? It's like, is it going to be or is it, is oh, it, it will? Be, no, no, 8K? no. I mean, no. don't they do 8K TVs They now? do 8K, but dude, that's like, that's for that's people who have talk. way too much money and, and it's right, like. but I just mean. Because oh, they just released. Insane. I I saw on YouTube, they just released the very first 8K, like, video card like graphics card for computers you know like they just did that and it's like a stupid amount of money for one you know so it's like the the market of people who would actually be able to utilize an 8k tv you have to be able to like count them on your hands you know what i mean like interesting because it's getting close to being it's it's kind of what's i don't i don't even know the right words to explain what i'm thinking but it's getting to the point of it will become diminishing returns pointless to make diminishing thank you exactly the xbox series x ps5 is almost there 4k is almost there i mean after this round i guess there's another round of jumping but after that you you could you literally couldn't tell the difference it's like the difference between you know um I don't know, a million colors and 16 million colors. Okay, I, great. Yeah. I don't care. They look I, the no, same. I mean, no one cares. Yeah. And also, <laughs> as far as Perry, when you say, like, there are another one, like, you wouldn't have to worry about an 8K leap, like, affecting you or me or Jules or anyone, like, no. until potentially, no. like, the PS6 realm. And even, and what's that, five maybe years that. from now? But can maybe. I even tell the difference yeah, to the exa- naked human eye? I yeah, mean, you like, know what I mean? No, I don't think so. 4K, because 1080p, or 1080, right, is, is, the means the screen height is 1080 pixels, right? That's 1080. That's what it means, right? So 4K, right. unless I'm completely wrong in this, and please correct me if I'm completely just talking out my ass, 4K means the screen is 4,000 pixels tall. Holy moly. That's nearly four times bigger so, uh, than it's 1080. almost 4,000. Holy uh, I, moly. It so it's like 3,096 okay. or something? Or 3,000? It says 3,840. Okay. Wow. Horizontal pixels. Just amazing. Now, horizontal times that by two. Horizontal, horizontal or vertical? Horizontal. horizontal? 2,160 vertical. So oh. it really is like... Tw- like Four times the amount, right? Well, that's odd that's because 720 and 1080 refer to the height. So 4K refers to the width. That's strange. Well, I guess. I, that's really four, strange. Yeah. Sounds more impressive. I, it, it's, yeah, I'm looking it up. It. <laughs> exactly. They it, just chose the bigger number. Just yeah, changing the, the old swoop-de-whoop on you. That's, that's yeah. super lame. Either way, though, 4,000, 8,000 pixels, come on. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I will I, one day get a 4K TV. It's getting to the point TV, where we're like, okay. 
I can't tell See, the difference. Here's the thing. I, I would say, like, for me, like, there, there is a definite, definite... I mean, 4K is definitely a difference. ...between 720 and 1080p. Oh, for like, sure. Like... And, yeah. and I've never and I've I've noticed it like you just see it, it's like oh that looks like you can no, see no definitely pictures. and I but think even 1080 to 4K is a difference too but then 4K to, to 4K 10, I mean 4 to 8 it, yeah. well but but I mean it's I don't I wouldn't even I, it's definitely different like it's definitely different it's 1080 to 4K definitely 4K is yeah. much prettier mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. it's not even as big a difference no. as 720 to, to it's 1080 not. It's, yeah but and I so also 4K think to 8K, once you get yeah. your Xbox and a 4K TV and then you go back down to 1080p, it'll probably feel similar to that 1080p I, to 720p. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. I, I, I yeah, I, in theory. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't think just, it'll yeah. be, the, again, so bad. The jump but. from 4 to 8, I think, will be tiny. I just don't, yeah, that you, seems I mean, almost I don't know. If useless. you look at your monitor now, my monitor, I think, is 1080, I think. Mine's and, 5K. And the, <laughs> and, the, and the font. It really is. <laughs> your monitor is 5K. Yeah, it's I have that wow. twenty-seven inch. Uh, Sounds Mac. like wow. they roped them into the useless the upgrade. That's, that's amazing. So mine's old school, right? It's like ten eighty as a laptop, whatever. But the font looks nice. You can maybe slightly tell. You can see the pixels if you're looking really close. But shove this up to four K, that's gone. I won't be able to see any pixels anymore. It'll just look like a perfect like number two, even if the tiny one is the size of two millimeters mm-hmm. high. That jump to eight K, I don't think it'll look literally any different. I, I just, I just, I can't imagine it would be any different to the naked eye, you know? You're like, yeah, it still looks so. like an amazing too. Um, yeah. So it's like, I know, very, so, yeah. and that's kind of scary, I would think, for technology companies because we've been exponential from, let's say, the 80s, right, to now. It's just the yeah. leaps have been absolutely mind blowing in technology. And then suddenly we're going to get to this plateau. And it's like, all right, now what? <laughs> now where do we put our resources, you know? Because now yeah. the difference How do we from get more money eight, out of the from consumers? 8 to 16, 16 to 32, it's I like, mean, okay, stop it, you know? And they were trying, you know, the 3D thing. That even, you know, with the 1080p, you know, like they were... I could see, you know, I, I, I don't know. I really... That's something that I'm, I'm kind of happy. Like, honestly, I'm still, like, still completely satisfied with my 10, 55 inch 1080p TV. Like, I think it looks absolutely beautiful. Me too. beautiful. Yeah. We have a 50 and inch that's why 1080p. I was, yeah. and it's like, I really don't even really care to go to the 4k, but it's just getting mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, well, it's there and yeah. it's affordable. And, yeah. and these video game consoles are going to be making use of it. So it's like, I, I yeah. it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess I'll do it. But I, I'm not like, it's not like when I went to HD, it's not like a, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, well, that like only happens funny. once, right? <laughs> like that, that yeah. crazy leap. Yeah. Yeah. The good thing is once we get to the point where let's say 8K is the standard, maybe 16K, I don't know, whatever, (laughs) as far as the screen resolution, whatever. At that point when that isn't a thing, and also processor power on the next Xbox, PS3, PS10, whatever the heck, it's to the point where it's like, well, it doesn't matter how many polys we throw at it. It looks like Toy Story 4. I mean, it looks incredible. doesn't matter what we do in real time. It looks amazing. Nothing we can do more here. Then it's funny because then suddenly the companies are in the same boat as Nintendo has been for decades. It's not about the technology. It's about exactly. the experience. It's about the innovation, the ideas, the emotion, everything else, but not the technology. That's the last thing that we care about. So it's kind of funny because it forces all of those players into the same boat that Nintendo has been in for decades. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah. And exa- and that's what's so funny is I, I think we're having – like we, I don't think we've ever had a – 
a conversation this in depth about uh, resolution. Resolution. <laughs> like, I mean, just because right? you know, because in. I'm sure this is common for Xbox and PS4, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and VR is kind of another thing, a part of that, too. I could yeah. see VR maybe being something, but uh, it, exactly. I mean, that's what's so funny is when it comes down to it, like, I had a PS4, and I played Last of Us, and, you know, the remaster on that one, and it <laughs> looks unbelievably yeah. amazing. But, like, you know... I didn't even make it really, I didn't really like, it didn't capture me to play the whole thing. I played like, you know, probably a good six hours of it. It was great. And mm-hmm. I, I loved it. And it was amazing. But, you know, it's just, it's something you're looking for. It, that's, it's like almost watching a, it's almost, it's just a different thing. It's a different feeling than yeah. a fun game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the hook of a game is, is what, you know, the, yeah. the reason why I'm playing the game uh, or, you know, that gets me to play it. So, and that's why we love Nintendo. It's so wonderful yeah. that coming from that place you know coming from that place of just fun and then when we get yeah. things like mario 3d world uh, mario odyssey you know uh, breath of the wild it's like oh my god it looks so good it's just it's just icing on an already delicious yeah, it cake mm-hmm. but it doesn't rely on that icing you know like a lot of yeah. um lot, like a lot of the games on the other consoles do well, rely but, on that icing and that's okay but it's a totally different experience well that's why so i funny, think though. even back to like the older generations like Having that ceiling as far as visuals go is a good thing because, like, you got to see how creative people could be. Whether that be, mm-hmm. like, you know, we've heard stories of, like, really sort of clever, you know, programming where they were able to really, you know, squeeze every inch out of the, you know, a console's power. But, like, just different approaches to, like, and pretty much what Jules was yeah. saying. Like, just we're concentrating on, like, everyone has the same roof. Let's try and make something that stands out yeah. because it's super fun or it's like a really clever idea that other people weren't thinking of opposed to like, oh, well, yeah, ours has the most pixels. You know, it looks the best. Exactly. Just raw now, horsepower, yeah. And that's what was special about Shantae on the Game Boy Color is they were quite very clever. You know, they had like actual parallax, which doesn't actually exist on the Game Boy. You have to do tricks to do that, like palette tricks and stuff. So they actually pushed the technology further than a lot of the other games and it was a decent game to boot so yeah that was a good example of that now but the funny thing though is you know we're talking about the icing on the cake right which with nintendo it being the game but but here's the thing nintendo games age un, uh, 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 amazingly well like mm-hmm. looking back at the nes games and like it's funny because it, it kind of sounds like we're saying gameplay like you know they focus on the gameplay Mm-hmm. But I mean, like their games are gorgeous as well. I mean, well, I think it's gone through a revival, right? Because I remember in the SNES era. Yes, I say SNES and not SNES <laughs> or whatever their other ridiculous ways of saying it are. Um, but I remember in the SNES era, especially in '64 era, the NES stuff was looked at as old and crap. I mean, by most people, unfortunately, it was like this is yesterday's news. It wasn't appreciated for what it was at all, especially in '64, actually, yeah. because 2D was really poo-pooed for many years, thanks for the PlayStation. And then in '64, they really just steered away from 2D completely. Um, and then I think once we kind of came back to, I guess it must be, well, even GameCube didn't have many 2D stuff. I mean, WarioWare, no. uh, Wario Shaker, whatever, that was that was GameCube, right? 
No. Or was that we? That was we, wasn't it? Yeah, I really think the we was sort um, of that time when it started to come that's back. That's when it started coming back again mm-hmm. with a virtual console, obviously, mm-hmm. which helped that as well, revived that. And suddenly we got to appreciate it for what it was now. We've been locked in this vault for so long. We were like, oh, damn, that looks amazing. What? And we actually got to see it on HDTVs, I guess, for the first time as well, in mm-hmm. comparison to the crappy stuff we were looking at in the 80s um, and the 90s. Um, so it's kind yeah, of funny it kind yeah. of came back we got to see it for what it was um, so now we can look at it and go oh that's beautiful but you know it's kind of lost for a, a good a good chunk of time there where it was just seen as old and crap kind of like you know VHS tapes I, or whatever I thought that way I mean I, I mean, you know granted I was a stupid dumb fat little kid but I mean <laughs> everyone it was, no it wasn't just you it was everyone I mean, yeah, I mean it, it, was just, it was just like yeah that's old and outdated and lame it's yesterday's news but now it's, it's like, just, yeah. whoa, that was really clever. I mean, like the pixel like design the, and everything. It was like, wow, and the colors. Like, like the extreme sports era, you know, like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. right? was totally, yeah. like in mm-hmm. late 90s, was just totally like, dude, it needs to be cool. And that's Rad. why like, even, even, yeah. like, even with Wind Waker, which is like the coolest, most I remember people pooping that when game. that was released. People were really upset with that visual oh, style when yeah. it was released. I was, like, I was like, I'm not playing that. Like, it's for kids. And I was awesome. like, eight. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah it's just... It's, it's funny, isn't it? It's very funny. Yeah, it, but now we're finally able to appreciate the mediums for what they are. It's pretty, it's crazy, so, it's exciting. Remember so Wind Waker, I mean, the kickback on Wind Waker back in the day? Oh, yeah. yeah. People hated it. Yeah. And and now yeah, he's talking about Casey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, I, I zoomed out yeah. for a second there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now, Jules, the, you have an interesting interesting perspective because you were literally making games throughout the whole transition, literally. Right. So I mean, you were you were. On, I was sad. You, I was a sad panda when it came to N sixty four that era. I was very sad because two D. I'd finally got to the point where. Well, sorry, N sixty. Let me think. N sixty four, I guess. Because um, I, I mean, Iggy's Wrecking Balls was my first kind of game as a kind of game director on N64. Um, but 2D was a no-no, and I was like so sad because finally, like yes, I'm gonna, I want to make a 2D platform game, but I wasn't allowed to. No one was going to pay me to do that. And obviously, this is before you could do self-publishing. This was in the mid '90s, so indies didn't exist. The market didn't exist. You couldn't just make a game. You had to work for someone to make a game. Um, so that wasn't an option. Um, maybe on the PC it was an option, but pff, who wants to make PC games? Um, <laughs> so on the N64, I finally got to the point in my age and career and experience that I could make games and people would trust me to make a game, but I couldn't make a 2D game. I was like, no, and it was years. It was for years that that was an issue. And that's why I was really, I mean, I guess that's the premier reason. One of the premier reasons I was gravitated towards uh, handheld stuff because that was still so lo-fi that's and you right. could do 2D. That's right. And plus I love handheld. Um, See, that is The convenience right? of it. Yeah. Because the DS was that that transitional mm-hmm. piece of hardware, if you think about it, where it, it lots was of 3D, still lots of 2D. It's wonderful. 2D games, but then Definitely. getting 3D games, but then it kind of yeah. withstanded by the end of the DS. Oh, what Pixel a great games were, were back. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, big time. Which is yeah. really fun to think about. Yeah, totally. And the GBA obviously was was a great period, um, but I didn't, I didn't quite get into that. I wasn't quite able to make a game on that, which was a real bummer. I did do some artwork oh. for Sigma Star Saga though, which was on the GBA, so I'm very happy about that. Oh, that's um, cool. For yeah, way way forward. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So it's really weird as a developer. Like I really wanted to do 2D. So by the time I finally got to do one, uh, which was Muds for 3DS, eons later, there was a lot of pent up 
um, need to fulfill there, you know? So uh, it was a real joy. It was a real uh, honor. And it felt like, a, like, wow, finally, I have an opportunity to do what I've wanted to do all these years. Isn't that funny? It's like, but, it, yeah. but under no pressure. There was no one telling me what to do. I didn't think it'd make any money or anyone care. It was just me and Matthew making the game. It was like, yay, cool. This is great. This is fun. And we're and getting paid. The cool paid. thing is, like, Muds was was essentially a game that kind of came out of the three. I mean, I, I was Muds because it kind of you kind of got the idea because of the three D, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah. So Muds, I, I mean, this wasn't like it wasn't this crazy, crazy long game. I guess you you did have the early. Yeah, no, it kind of came out. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Muds itself hadn't been brewing in, in its in its you know. Um, in that form at all yeah. Um, yeah we did the 3D demo for the DS ironically it's a 3D platformer uh, we did for the, for the DS that didn't go anywhere and then the 3DS came along and, and I was wanting to make a platform game and I was like oh well I could take the character from that that's kind of fun and cut the name down from Maximilian and the Rise of the Mutant Muds to Mutant Muds um, and just kind of <laughs> just have fun with it you know just do an adaptation of this 3d game but in 2d that'd be a fun challenge you know so it kind of was was kind of born from that um and uh yeah it was uh it was really cool um so i got a slight distraction for a sec sorry hold on a sec um so uh yeah, no, it was it was so it was kind of the the concept of making a platform game had been brewing for years for me, but the actual specifics of what it would be, I hadn't made any decisions of. So it made it really fun to go. Finally, let's just have fun with this and make something. So, yeah, anyway, so it's a long time coming. So, so like, if you're thinking about it, like the was so muds was more of like a finally I want to get it, and it wasn't like a hey like the revival of the pixel generation is coming back and let's let's meet it there it was kind of i mean or was it maybe a little bit of both um he was leading the charge i think what it was is the pixel stuff was finally i felt starting to be seen for what it was a choice rather than oh that's some old retro nostalgic lazy stuff which most let's face it most indie games are exactly that but, mm-hmm. but I think there were enough of them that were just actually doing it um, authentically for the right reasons because they just love pixel stuff, not just as nostalgic, cheap trick. Um, that was start, starting to emerge, and I just loved pixel stuff. So that's why I was doing it. So I was like, oh, this is great, and I can do it all myself. That's awesome. I don't mm-hmm. have to hire someone else to do it. Um, and obviously, we, we were making 3D games as well with Dementium and Moon, etc. So we're already doing that because um, that was more, you know, in vogue, I think, um, mm-hmm. for the 3DS and the DS. Um, so this was kind of a cheeky side project, which, like I said, I didn't think, I didn't have any pressure, which was wonderful. I didn't, I didn't, I did, I did, I did care whether people liked it and it sold well, but I didn't have any expectations. I, I, I thought it wouldn't sell well. Uh, <laughs> you're making thought, the game for you know, yourself, which you know, yeah, it was it's just like a that's pure what joy. any creator wants yeah. right is just well, it's, the freedom to do what you want to do instead of having people exactly. sort of pulling your strings like you, all over the place you, exactly yeah. like you didn't have you weren't working for a publisher yeah like oh this no. needs to be done otherwise it won't sell right oh you need to check this box yeah, yeah sort of yeah. yeah screw all that so it was <laughs> just it was just pure fun it was really just fun yeah which yeah, is I'm trying uh, to think. nice <laughs> I, I i can't I, maybe you can help me out because you probably have remember better but I, i'm trying to think of like like i remember at that time the two games I can think of was Muds and Mighty Switch Force. I remember those games mm-hmm. being very much 
very much uh, like uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like comparing, like the comparison. Mm-hmm. Like at that yeah. time, the Pixel, and I'm trying to think of any. What was before? Was there anything before that? There was VV, the VVVV, okay. what do you call it? That was from a PC game, I think, yeah. originally ported over. Cave um, Story. Yes, Cave Story was on Cave there. Cave Story is kind of in that, in that, you know, Cave Story was way early, right? Well, that was actually Cave even Story a DSiWare like game, uh, originally. Well, that, yeah, well, not, that not, not originally, originally, but I think the first Nintendo version. Um, yeah, I think pod, originally yeah. it was even... It was a uh, PC originally, and then, yeah. Like they from, like, did, 2006 or something. Right? It was like something really old. Yeah, it was ages ago. So that was um, kind of like a, a kind of like yeah. a, what do you call yeah, it? But the, yeah. yeah, the early stuff, yeah, was, yeah, Mighty Switch Force, VVV, um, Pushmo, obviously from Nintendo. Um, what else was there? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was, I mean, it's just, yeah. oh, what a great dude. It was what a really a fun era. time. And then it seemed to just really just, like, snowball. You know, uh, Steam or Dig, um, you know, Dylan's Rolling Western. I can't remember where that came out. That was somewhere in there. Um, yeah, that was, Obviously, yeah, these yeah. aren't really indie games. It was still the eShop, you know, originals, which was really exciting oh, yeah. as a player to see yeah. these amazing things. I, well, that's what yeah. I miss about, and I know we had ta- mentioned maybe talking about 3DS at some point, but, like, that's where I miss is having, like, the... The bigger developers the party, with small smaller budgets, yeah, like, yeah. and not be seen as like a, a bad thing, you know. Like, I, I love that thirty, forty dollar game on the DS, oh, you know, man. where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're not pumping in a million dollars or whatever, you know, tons of money to make it look a certain kind of way. You know, like we can roll. We've with gotten it. Box Boy, right? Like we've gotten yeah. Box Boy, and then like, I, funnily enough, we did just get that part time UFO, which I would put in that yeah. category. Yeah. Very Which I'm really Finally. excited to try to play that yeah. game. And that I think um, is only yeah. seven or eight bucks. Eight eight ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. I'm, that's I'm definitely even grabbing that. More yeah. friendly. Um but yeah, like Yeah, that's that era was really fun. Why is so, there more of that on the Switch? So weird, well, right? Funnily I think it's enough just it, flooded that switch. Well think about it. It's but what we were talking about earlier. For example, you know? This is the this is yeah, the true. resolution uh, episode because I think that it just comes down to those limits you have. It you know it was easier to make it less cost less money to make a game. Now it's just you have to have these assets that are 1080. And then you it is it is more expensive for sure. But I wonder it, it does make me curious just generally about Nintendo as a whole right now. What are they doing? You know because they, their output because it's weird right? Like they did the 3ds, they did the Wii U. Man, they did so many amazing they games did, in that period of time. Of so many games, so much output. They suddenly, they finally consolidate their both of their uh, console and handheld divisions into one for the Switch, and now we have less games than ever before. Right. I know. It's, it's like, what exactly. just happened? It's so funny you know, it's, to think. It yeah, makes it's no like, sense. Yeah, the, the, they had two consoles and had like. I mean, I know on the, the 3DS it had pretty good, you know, third-party support, but like they were lacking yeah. that, and yeah, now all of a sudden it's like third-party support all over the place and they're like well i guess we could just sort of take it easy now i guess we're done here so hopefully that means you know like i mean i think breath of the wild 2 whatever they end up calling it like i think that's going to be like a a really great game obviously you know they've got the engine i'm hoping they like really ramp it up but yeah it's weird to think like like where's the nintendo 30 dollar game like give us you know, like Mario and Luigi, like, and I know that was Alpha Mo. Dream and everything yeah. too. But like games like that, you know, like I don't know. That's where I yeah. miss, yeah. or what I miss the most. Well, just 3DS. porting them, or where's you know, where's Pushmo for Switch? You know, I mean, come on. 
How, yeah, why isn't that like, this, literally Pushmo World that they came exactly. out on Wii U? Glorious. Why isn't that just on Switch? Yeah, like all these little games, just port them over to the Switch. Everyone will love it. It will probably cost them no, you know, very little money to do it. Very strange. Yeah, but maybe they don't make it's, much it's, money it's for them. It's the competition, I, I guess. I guess it's they don't want comp- They don't yeah. want a steamroll. Um, and, I, and I also wonder, like, because you think about things like um, Labo, uh, Mario Kart Live, and all of those things, you know, I wonder if some of those teams, this, this that, that's what they're working on, you know, is things like this. They're not like the traditional games that we're used to in the last era. Mm-hmm. They're more these other experiences that they're working on that we just don't know about until they're released. So we don't get to really know, oh, so the team who works on Fishmo just works on the Mario Kart Live thing. Like, I don't know if that's obviously mm-hmm. the case. I have no clue. Right. But, you know, I wonder if they're just redistributing them in that way where they're creating all these things that we're enjoying, but we don't know who's behind the scenes. We don't get to that's, appreciate it as much, you know? Right. Mm. Right. And, and and it is funny. It is funny how we're living in a world where we can talk about games like as actual things like this is an installment released by Nintendo. And we can say in the same sentence, Super Mario Odyssey and Crashmo <laughs> and Pushmo. Like, yeah. like we can put those in the same sentence because they're these separate entity releases. But, right. you know, so but really, you're right. Like a whole game could have four different uh, dev teams working on it. You know, but still, yeah. it doesn't explain how. Let's say sixty games come out on the on a Wii U from Nintendo, a hundred games come out on the 3DS, and then sixty games come out on the Switch. Four games <laughs> yeah. come out on the Switch, uh, with with yeah. forty of them being re-releases of the Wii U games. Yeah. it's just weird. It is weird. It is man. weird. I mean, I'm yeah. certainly not complaining. There's a, a ton of amazing games on the Switch, but it, it's just very curious. I'd love to know the behind the scenes of, of Nintendo's plan you know the transition from Wii U and 3DS era to the Switch era what happened you know how did they use those resources were were people laid off is it the same number of people how are they being used and does that did did a team on the Wii U like take 20 people for example on the Switch it needs like 40 or 60 and oh well there you go that's where the resources went I I just don't know I'd love to know it would be fun to just know I I wonder (laughs) if you know you look at sort of uh, the PlayStation 4 right like Sony really didn't do a whole lot in the middle, I feel like, as far as big mm-hmm. titles from them. And then towards the end, we got, like, slammed, right? They had all, like, yeah. God of War came out, you know, like, all these crazy cool games everyone's loved, you know. Um, I wonder if maybe we'll see something similar with the Switch. Obviously, Nintendo came out big boom in 2017, right? That was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, like, mm-hmm. spent everything they had to get the, the Switch yeah. rolling. It worked. Yeah. They're letting everyone else sort of take care of it, and maybe they're just loading up. And you know, maybe we see Metroid Prime, Breath of the Wild two, Mario Kart, another Mario mm-hmm. game. You know, maybe this is in the last two years of the Switch's life cycle. Which you know, yeah. it's already been three years. We might be getting to that point, but you know, maybe all of a sudden we just see an onslaught of of games that like, oh wow, okay. Sure, they were quiet for a while in the middle there, but they they really sort of hit us with some good stuff, and yeah, and that yeah. would be refreshing totally. compared to ninety five percent of Nintendo's a, end of life console, you know, output. That's a really good point, though. Why stress? You know, why why should they stress and release things when they just don't need to, right? I mean, like you said, they did everything up front, did an incredible job on the launch with uh, Zelda and. Mario. 17 was the most oh. amazing year. Of Arms, Arms, Splatoon, so many good games. Arms, Mario Kart, just so many. It's just sick. Um, yeah, such a great... Like even a hardcore yeah. JRPG. Yeah. 
Mm. The first year, first year in two years, just so just incredible, almost almost flawless, really, as far as a release schedule. And then, yeah, now they're off to the races. The hardware is selling like hotcakes. Got Labo, you got Mario Kart Live. Or, am I calling it the right thing? Is it called Live? What's it called? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't opened mine yet, so I'm not as familiar with it yet. Um, so, and, yeah. and you've got all these things making money hand over fist. Why bother? You know, stressing if you're doing yeah. fine, right? And you can. And the thing is, they can continue making these games. Maybe they were planning on releasing it on this platform, but they're like, you know what? Maybe this will be a launch for the next platform. You know, exactly. they, they learned that you know the Breath of the Wild worked out well for them in that regard. So why stress oh about it? Goodness, why, yeah. If we're still on cruise control, great. That's a next. That's a next gen uh, game now. All right, cool. You know, so it's, it's it is interesting to and think about from that some... perspective. They've had some smashing success. I mean, Animal oh Crossing, right? Yes. Oh, huge Woo. success. If there was ever yes. a time to release Animal Crossing, oh, I mean, obviously perfect. horrific situations, <laughs> but Nintendo probably I mean, laughed themselves yeah. to the bank, you know? What an amazing... Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, the whole con- whole world can't leave the house? Whole well, world. why don't we play this peaceful, go. happy... Why don't you build s- yeah, the house? ...world simulator. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Go fishing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Amazing timing on that one. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, I, I, just, I just think that um, it's... It, it, I, that is the question. I, I, I would not be surprised if we start seeing... I mean, it's one of those things where if you look at Nintendo's history, you see when they're, when they're kind of struggling and mm-hmm. then when they're on top. Yes. And, like, if you look at... Like and then one of the outliers is the N sixty four, which is the weird. I guess no, N sixty four is still a good a good one because it was like everything was basically from them or rare. Like everything <laughs> that was a tough one for them because they didn't really win that battle. I think Sony won that battle. Oh yeah, that was from, Sony my, from my perspective anyway. Um, it seemed like yeah. Sony was just more impressive and selling better, and, and and Nintendo was kind of struggling and trying and trying then, really hard during that period. Look at the GameCube. <laughs> And the GameCube also struggle, right? One of the least yeah. selling. Mm-hmm. But you look at the output of games on that thing, and it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's Try, literally they were trying really hard because they had to, right? Like the hardware yeah. is done. What do we have left? Games, I guess. Let's I mean, go. this is really aside from. I mean, I guess I would say aside from the really early, you know, NES, Super NES, when they were really, you know, kicking butt. You know, Switch. Oh, yeah. It's really the first time they can really just lay back and sort of let Chill everyone else do the bit. heavy work. Because yeah. even with the yeah. the Wii, it sold like hotcakes, right? But any anyone who was you know a quote unquote real gamer, you know, people who were really looking for games more than right. the shovelware crap the cool that we were getting towards yeah. the end, like Nintendo still had to do all the le- heavy yeah. lifting there. So, it, I mean, that was mm-hmm. a a separated era. I mean, it really was. I mean, we, and they opened up the market. Yeah, like they were half. Well, it was the first time there were uh, more casuals than hardcore. I mean, probably for the first time, right? On yeah. a, on a Nintendo platform, but the casuals yeah. outweighed the hardcore. That was the first time that, that happened, and it was like, okay, this is new. Yeah, it's yeah, exciting. We, I mean, we're the most ingenious thing in the world, and, and then, then mobile yeah, gaming and then, started and then, blowing and then, up and at honestly, that same time too. Nintendo's output was really good on the Wii too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it, it was kind of weird. It kind of got to some weird spots to like, yeah. you know, like Wii music and like mm-hmm. their hubris like was some uh... weird choices. <laughs> but they had some cool like it's funny when I think of like the Wii and I think of like like my favorite things on the Wii. Like one of them I always think of is is Punch-Out. Mm-hmm. That's like, a good one. Yeah. Just that whole this that whole release that it's it was a remake of it, but it was remade in the best mm-hmm. way. It, it was such an a classic ode to the old stuff, you know. Um, and there's a lot of really cool things on the Wii 
compared, especially compared to the Switch. But then, like, the Wii U yeah. kind of got back to more... There's also a lot of amazing games released on the Wii U, which is apparent in the Switch's lineup as well. Yeah, because half, um, yeah. <laughs> half of Nintendo's output it, is ports. Yeah, yeah, at least It's going to be really interesting to see what they do with the next platform, because when you were mentioning that, the thing that, the memories that pop into my mind when I think about the Wii and the Wii U and the 3DS, and we've talked about this, Perry, in the past as well, is the operating system and how pleasant it is just to turn oh, on yeah. a Wii to turn on your Wii U, to turn on your 3DS. Just the sounds, the music, the interface. Ugh. It's just pleasant to be there. And then how the boring Switch, the Switch yeah, is. Yeah, not so much. It's kind of dull. It kills me. It, ab- it isn't yeah. pleasant to be there. Dude, right. yeah. themes. That's exactly the way to put it. I would have spent um, easily $50 to a, <laughs> easily over the course of a couple years on themes. On themes, I would yeah. have. You could mm-hmm. basically you could basically yeah. encompass the 3DS, the, the warmness, all in the Nintendo Badge Arcade. Just oh, how dude, that was great too. That, was. that badge, that was Those, super fun. That was the time. Do you remember I mean, Rusty's real deal baseball? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And oh, you can yes. actually Amazing overpay. <laughs> you can actually so overpay. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh. I, that, yeah. But exactly. So I hope we get but, back to that in the next. I hope they don't think, oh, great, we don't need to do that. The Switch was a smash hit. We didn't do that for the operating system, so we never need to do that ever again. Ugh. I really hope that's not what I they know. take away from this. Well, because that's a real yeah. loss. It's a bummer. It's an absolute bummer. It is. Especially like how how fun was it when, you know, the holidays are coming around and I'm going on mm-hmm. to the eShop yeah. and they've got like the mm-hmm. Mario Jingle Bells kind of going totally. on. Oh, man. And, totally. and yep. yeah. And then. Yep. This no, stupid it's magical. It's, eShop, it's, it's just well, And you'll get, and the thing about the 3DS, and I, th- I can't remember if they did this in the Wii U as well, but definitely the 3DS, you'd get a free little gift on your home menu. Like, what's that? And you can open yes. it up, and it's a free demo yes. or a video or whatever. It's a free little gift. Oh, whatever, it's just fun. So awesome. And then you had the Street Pass, of course, which is the coolest oh, thing huge. in the world. There's no why reason why yeah. that shouldn't be. And you thing. didn't yeah. even and really then, get then, to experience that at PAX, uh, Perry. Like, oh, yeah. Because oh, the first charts. PAX you went to was after Switch was already out. Yeah. But that that yeah. used to be yeah. popping off. And the Miiverse on the Wii U. Oh, mm. it's just so much fun as well. That's a That was yeah. a beautiful they had idea. all those cool systems. It's such an active community. It really was. It was, it was amazing. so fun yeah. to see all the little Mii's like, oh, I'm playing uh, Zombie yeah. U. Oh, look, all these people either were playing it at some point oh, or yeah. playing it now. And, mm-hmm. and, and oh, this yep. person made a little cute little art for in the bubble mm-hmm. above his head, you know. And I know that sort of lives on in Splatoon as well. But, yeah, it, right. it, it just... Obviously, the Switch is kicking butt. So much but personality. It, it, yeah, it's, it lost the charm. It absolutely lost it the charm from the yeah. 3DS Wii U era. Even simple yeah. things like being able to mark, oh, this is my favorite game. So when your friends look on their friends list and see you, you get to see what your favorite game is and see a little quote and your little me character. It's just charming. It's just fun. It's building community. It it's it's just the warm fuzzies, man. It's just it's all good. And I mean, none of that yeah. is on the Switch. None of it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, yeah, it's like, what? Uh, what happened? And I can almost I mean, the Mies. Give... The Mies are gone, you know? Yeah. So it's like... Well, I know why they got rid of the Mies. But... Like I said, I think they were trying to distance themselves as far as ways no, possible I... from the Wii U. As far as, like... No, I think that... Yeah, I think you're right. I think that this whole thing yeah. is I, the unfortunate thing. The unfortunate realization of the very smart decisions they've apparently made the unfortunate reality we have now yeah. is that it, they had to get rid of a lot of the charm but to gosh. just numb it to, to numb it down it's for people i guess see for me i oh, well, i, I initially so. thought it was more like okay we're trying to get this thing out 
all right, we don't have theme like well, we got the you know the light and dark theme. Um, you know, eShop is pretty bare yeah. bones, but I thought that would have been something that would be we'd see somewhat regular updates. I mean, yeah. it's been three years. It's and I, I, I think it's because they rushed it out. Like, not that the Switch itself was rushed by any stretch. The interface, not, you mean? it feels amazing, but the OS I think was definitely rushed out. Oh, um, so you're so thinking it, maybe it's more difficult <laughs> to the easier They may have had plans. Yeah, they may have had plans to do it, but clearly the the life of the Wii U is cut shorter than they had anticipated. Hello, Breath of the Wild. Um, so I think they're like, okay, we need to get this out. The Wii U is dying fast. Uh, 3DS is not going to be with us much longer. Let's go. Um, so they had the hardware done, of course, but the OS is a whole other kettle of fish. So they're like, okay, let's just keep it really simple, get it done, get it out, and then maybe we'll, we'll update it later. But then they kind of go, wow, this is something like hotcakes. Oh, screw it, won't bother. <laughs> I'm yeah. changing the OS we don't need to well that's not yeah. if it's not broken let's not fix it you know um, so I, I, I'd hate yeah. to think that's their mentality but yeah that could very well be <laughs> yeah I think they're very gun shy financially after the Wii U because that was oof, that was rough yeah. mm. really rough well they're yeah, rolling in it now the, <laughs> I mean they still got the out I mean they still are coming out with with um, incredible games like and 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 it's still like there's still to me you know, hands down, the best games maker. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. And um, I'm and really I'm thrilled. Excited I'm to seeing see. Wii U stuff now on Switch. That's great. Oh, oh I'm yeah. I'm all for it. I mean, we all know what 12 million Wii U's sold, and I, I I'm sure the attachment rate and actually was probably yeah. pretty high for those. You know, a lot of yeah. those games. But now we have yeah. what were we up to? I forget the number. I mean, it's easily double that. Wait, it's probably like four times that amount. I think it's past. I think it's past fifty. So now you get all those people, and then you get the idiots like us who double dip on all these games. Um, yeah. Although I, I'm standing strong and <laughs> not getting uh, Pikmin three yet. And speaking of which, I find it funny there are news articles saying that the Wii U version sold, you know, eighteen percent more than the Switch version. You know, kind of comparing the two, and it's kind of like, well, that's pretty good. You know, really, because like, what you're expecting everyone just to buy it again mm-hmm. on the Switch? Yeah, I right. mean, it's like kind of—it's not a brand new game. It is a port of an old game. It is what it is, you know. So the fact that it's only 18% less than the Wii U—that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, it probably like cost way car, less you know? than that. You know, as far as yeah. financials to port it over, they were to, probably to make the port exactly, know, exactly. Yeah, making making the loot. Yeah. So I think so people are saying of, it as a negative, and I'm like, that's actually pretty good news, I think, for them. <laughs> as of profit, October baby. 16th this year, so as of a couple weeks ago, Switch has sold over 65 million consoles. Yeah, so... 65 million. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I hadn't been keeping track of it. Wow. Wait, so what wait, is that on... Me, what does that compare to? I can't remember now. What are the stats? It's climbing up. I know, like, the DS is, like, 100 and something. Yeah, million, it's something the crazy, DS, right? I think... DS and PS2 highest... What was the 3DS? Like 80? Yeah, the, DS, the DS line sold 154 million. Right. Yeah. Um, 3DS is like 80 maybe? What is it? Uh, yeah, see, so PS2 I'm seeing uh, as, as far as the Wikipedia best-selling consoles go. PS2 at over 155 million. DS family, okay. like Perry said, 154. Game Boy and Game Boy Color is 118. PS4 <laughs> is at 112. Which wow. I didn't realize it was that high. That's amazing. That's really good. Uh, PlayStation yeah, 102, Wii 101, huh. and then it dips oh, wow. down a little bit. Um, so, so the original PlayStation sold more than Wii. Uh, yeah, uh, 
less than a million, but yes. Wow. I didn't know that. That's so, amazing. So where's this 3DS? Is kind of... So 3DS is at 75.7. 75, and okay. the Switch Whoa, is at so 62. Switch is nearly there. So it's wow. working its way up. Pretty much Switch just passed the NES, which wow. was just shy of 62. And then Amazing. For reference, remember, Xbox... Switch is 300. Yeah, Xbox One is at 50 million. So yeah. that's cr- so, crazy to think the PS2 and 4 of, sold it out over 2 to 1. Damn. Incredible. This, this is kind of an interesting statistic. So the the DS product line, right? The DS, DS Lite, DSi. Um, so the original DS sold 18.79 million units, which is actually pretty big for just that, you mm-hmm. know, the, that the ugly fat, fat system. The fat, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the DSi and the DSi XL sold 41 million units. Oh, wow. And it just the, looks the so much Lite, nicer. Wow. The DS Lite sold 93 million yeah. units. The DS Lite was everything. Yeah, right? that the DS Lite is just. I, I remember that was the first one of the best time. Consoles, it was beautiful. The best. That, so smooth. Mm. That was one of the first times I had upgraded Multiple consoles. Colors. Where it was yeah. like. What a wonderful one. I, had well, to. that was, you know, yeah. when I was probably getting my caddy money. Um, and I remember like. I was like, should I do it? And then I remember doing it. I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> like, DS Lite is. Well, there's no yeah. contest between those two systems. Y- you know what so I love good. about it though is it's but I still don't know. I, I it's 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 almost, you know, it's something you can talk about for a comparison which is the original GBA to the GBA SP. Mm. I mean, mm, that's that good transition too. was Huge. like a ridiculous. See, I didn't make I mean, that, that was like like Ugh. I I mean, it's it was just like, in every way. Uh, yes. It was like going yes. from like 720 to 4K. <laughs> I was just going to say. It really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really was. Because you, you had the, 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 the clamshell, clamshell design, the backlit screen was glorious, which the GBA desperately needed. Because the reflective screen was horrible. Um, oh, it was such an upgrade. It, it's, funny the, the it was mm. it's funny to look it at it side-lit. and see their the evolution, right? You had Game Boy. Oh, like the original Game Boy Advance was great. Like it, like. You know, for at the time, if it had a backlight, it I was. think it would have been perfect. It's amazing. But then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, let's do the clamshell, boom. And then all of a sudden you realize, like, eh, sort of hands are a little cramped. Then you get the DS, mm-hmm. boom, spread it back out, yeah. you know, get the best exactly. of both worlds. So. Exactly. Sort of, yeah. sort of funny. funny. It's the micro. I, yeah. I remember, like, the um, like the, the transition between, like, there were even versions of the GBA, the original GBA, and even versions, uh, I, definitely the GBA, that you could get backlit. You know, versions of them. You can install it yourself. I'm not sure if they sold them or not. If this was just a kit, you would I, do yourself. I remember that now. kit. They, they didn't sell they them. They were pretty terrible, though. Yeah. Because you could see the source of the light. It wasn't an equal lighting. You could see that it was at the right. top or the bottom. It was like, ooh. I thought about doing great. that. I remember. But when you see the SP, and it's 100% pure, just just lit from behind every pixel. You're like, oh, my God. That looks amazing. Yeah. I know. Night I know. And it's like. And, and what's, it was incredible. What's funny. It's it like, it it unimaginable, actually. Until you see it, you're just like, oh, my God. I didn't realize it could look that good. That's amazing. And the SP was the first one with a dedicated charger, right? Like a charging battery. Oh, right, because GBA was batteries. Yeah, that's you're right. right. So that was the a SP big... had no batteries. That right. was a that's big another element, too. Huge, huge. And it would now, last for eight hours at least, right? It was good when you had Jules, it fully charged. I, have you even, like, showed your kids... Like the original, like a, like an SP, like without, like do they even understand that there used to be like like 
handhelds yeah, without when they were a younger, light. When they were younger, yeah. I mean, because like, I like um, my youngest, gosh, this was a number of years ago now. I sat him, he was in my front living room with the Game Gear and all my games plugged into the adapter, kind of going through the games and playing them. I'm like, that's awesome. It was so fun to see. <laughs> um, just kind of experiencing this archaic, like, what is this, you know, thing. Yeah. Well, that's... Um, so, um, now, did yeah. that have a light? It did, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. It's pretty okay. good, actually. Well, I've actually yeah. never played a Game Gear before. Mm. Well, I remember um, that's just yeah, sort of like so you see those people when you're reading online and you're, oh, like, what's your favorite game growing up? And you see people like... Oh, I loved Halo 3. I remember playing that all summer growing up. And you're like, oh my That's god. Like this, <laughs> I know. I'm so this old. It's depressing. <laughs> totally. That is weird. Um, yeah. And then there was the Game Boy Pocket, right? And that was the one that had the nice backlight, but it was black and white. Am I correct on that? Or was that, am I remembering it wrong? No, it didn't have a light. It didn't it have a light. A, it, it was, was super smaller. Slim. Super slim, yeah. right? They yeah, had the Game right. Boy light in uh in japan they actually did have a backlit light on the oh wow the, yeah you'd have to import think, yeah. that but they were region it was like locked, a blue right? light it was cool looking yeah that was an official thing yeah yeah but uh, i do remember seeing the slick uh yeah i guess it must be yeah the, just the game boy pocket or whatever it was it was like ooh, that is really cool looking it is you know? cool yeah. yeah crazier and like think about how limited i mean think about how funny that is now I, I just Nintendo. They're always releasing the smaller one. And like seriously, they're still doing the Switch Lite. I mean, they have the, the Game Boy Micro, the the Pocket Game Boy Pocket, the, the DS Lite. I mean, they mm. they always make a. They I make know the they're big so ones too. they're so crazy with all the different versions. I love it. Like the Switch it's Lite awesome. is just lovely. And it's weird to That's think like, Switch Lite is there awesome. hasn't yeah, been that many Switch editions. You know, I mean, we've got a couple little. You know, I think the Pokemon one. Um, yeah, the Joy-Cons really changed that system, too. Yeah, right? that like definitely that does like new... feel feel good to get a new Joy-Con until they stop working and you go, yeah. man, I don't want to spend $90. Now, <laughs> I think, speaking of Joy-Cons, do you think, like, where are we at on the Joy-Con situation for the next right? console? Isn't that interesting? It, are they, they going to do that They again? were everything, and now they're almost nothing. <laughs> it's weird, yeah. right? Because I, I got Pikmin 3, and I immediately put it into my switch light and i was worried like oh god has this been designed for joy cons you know what, what what is the interface going to be i have no clue um is it going to be all pointy wointy or not and I mean, i'm sure it works great as joy cons i haven't tried it yet but it works great on the switch light thankfully and it's like oh no this works this is great um so it almost feels like yeah they're kind of moving on man you know uh, and i'd be fine honestly it's kind of like the 3d the 3ds because they just moved on I just, yeah, like, yeah. yeah i just seen it to dock <laughs> I, I mean i I, from the from the get go, I was always uh, if I'm gonna play it on the TV, I'm gonna play with my mm -hmm. pro controller, and if I'm gonna dock it, yeah, you know, if I'm gonna play handheld, totally, so, man. And that's what's like, wonderful about the I, cloud saves, you know, being able to jump between things like that is oh, lovely. And that too, yeah. And so, I, yeah, I I I think that the Joy Cons actually, in I mean, in retrospect, I would almost say that I feel like it almost, it definitely hurt my my enjoyment of the system like if they would what have did? just had just the concept of the detachable joy cons really in what way oh just because like well that's right because there are a bunch of things that they did that are fun but just in the Jerry's idea hating. of the of the limits that they put on like like for instance just the idea that because they're detachable and they can be used as a second controller there's mm -hmm. no d-pad that really yeah. stinks yeah. like and also in 
and and then like yeah i mean i get the the joy cons like the analog sticks are great like because they See, had I, to be I, like that i never for have really had a problem with the separated buttons for the d-pad i, I yeah, was I like don't. oh this is great they're, they're discreet they're reliable um they're not gross like the pro controller d-pad which can oh. go off and die somewhere in the corner because it's just bad that um Ugh. So I, I always no, no, kind of exactly. like, you know, this works. This is good. I've never had a problem with it, you know? No, I, I agree. It's it's not, it, it does, I know people are huge into the D-pad debate. Um, like you said, Pro Controller, horrible. Uh, it, it that's, feels good. It's li- it just isn't responsive. Yeah, it, yeah, that's literally the only time I can ever remember being like, oh, I got to change controllers for certain games because yeah, this sucks, exactly. you know, like a platformer. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. But to me, yeah, the buttons the work just fine. Yeah. Like, you hit do. what hit, you know, it it works. And to me, I don't know, it, it never bothered me. And for the longest time, I didn't have a Pro Controller, and I played, you know, I put the Joy-Cons in the holder thing. What did you call oh, that? Oh, the, the, the sad dog the, grip. The Joy-Con grip. And I played, you know, Splatoon with that and all kinds of stuff, and it was great. I was like, yeah, this feels good, you know? Um, so I was, I, was, I was loving the Joy-Cons for a while there. I haven't actually used them separately for ages now, actually, but... For a while, though, I was like, "Yeah, this is cool. Yeah. They are amazing hardware." See, I like them. I mean, I don't obviously like the drift and all that crap, but like, as far like, I know the Pro Controller is real great too. I, you know, aside from the D pad, it feels great. But pretty much, yeah. like, I would get into like, oh, if I was using the D, uh, the Pro Controller, I'd use that. But like, if I was using the Joy Cons for any reason, I would just continue to use those. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. I like, I sort of like being able to like sort of just like. Oh, my hands are sort of relaxed, you know, just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not like attentively holding a controller. You could, sort of like the nunchuck in the Wiimote, you know, you could sort of just sit yeah, on the couch and not, chill. I, yeah, totally. Yeah, and the cool thing, and then I, I love like all the, like, you know, the Labo and the, and the, the you know, the ring fit, you know, and the, yeah. that kind of stuff. It's really ring fun. Ring fit is very clever. That's what, another one. Is that I wonder ring what fit team still in plastic, Jerry? No. I took it out. I haven't played it yet, though. <laughs> I, but here's the thing. What really stinks and why I, I mean, like, what really stinks about the whole thing is that I wish the motion worked as well as the Wii. Like, as well as, like, the Wii um, pointer, you know, sensor. Like, it, In what yeah, way? Because I feel like it does. I feel like it's better. I think it's like a Wii motion calibration. You know, you can never, it's just like, I mean, I, hmm. like, I've only played, like, two games where where stuff i i mean for pointer kind of controls like yeah for like for kind of like turning it and like for like i bet if you did skyward sword it'd be great i bet skyward sword would work great because there it. is a game i've played which i can't think what it is it's probably some party game on the switch where you can tell wow this is accurate you know it's it's Wii motion plus like kind of quality it's like whoa this no, is no, good it is it's the it's the recalibrating is, is yeah that that's what mm-hmm. you have to hit like the Y button like every like, it, like it losing its seconds. kind of bearings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. just I, I just don't like that. See, I guess um, for me, I, so, having that quick recal, like as long as it's literally just like a single button press, like that doesn't bother yeah. me either. It's like yeah, but I mean, but what games have you played? I mean, like like I can't think over the top of my head, but even like um, uh, Galaxy, right? Mario Galaxy, like they have the recal yeah. for oh, yeah, that was the pointer. The, the recalibration does work well in that. It's fast. Yeah, yeah it's, as long as they make it simple enough to be like, 
like you don't even need to point to the screen. It just re like if I'm like want to you know hold the controller or the Joy-Con separately. Weird. I could just hit that. I'm in the center, and then I can just work off where I'm pointing at. Like you don't even need to point at the screen. Mm-hmm. Well, the, and that's the other thing is that like it's that funny dichotomy of like with Galaxy. I played it all on the Switch Lite because, like, I, you know, I heard. I mean, I, I think it's so interesting. Casey, you were loving it. You, you know? said that that the that the Pro Controller is me. You, you you played it and it was. Yeah. You liked the Pro Controller? Yeah, no, I mean, I hated it. It Casey? was horrible. See, for me, and then, Gal- and then Jules didn't like on it. On Galaxy, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. To me, it's sort of similar. Like, as long as I could recal nice and easy, like. I don't know, like, because I use the Pro Controller for, um, or I use it way back in the day of the Wii U uh, gamepad for, like, Splatoon, and, like, the game, the Pro Controller is sort of similar, like, you just easily Mm -hmm. recalibrate and just sort of work off that. I I don't know. I I don't, I'm not, like, too picky, I guess. I mean, it it really boils down to the D-pad on the game, on uh, the Pro Controller. I think my obstacle with um, Galaxy was my muscle memory from the Wii. You know, that was imprinted in me. That's the experience, right? Yeah, I, I get to hold the nunchuck on my left and the Wiimote on my right, and let's go. So that's kind of, I think, been ingrained on me. So, so great. It felt amazing. So you try and so then you grab the Pro Control and play Galaxy. Well, you clearly can't play it the same way. So you're like, oh, weird. Um, but as soon as you grab the two Joy-Cons, you're like, oh, there we go. Now it feels exactly like the Wii one did. As soon as you have two separate Joy-Cons. Uh, but I could not play it with the Pro Controller. It was doing my head in. Trying to aim and, you know, use the buttons at the same time was driving me nuts. Even though I've played yeah. exactly that way in Splatoon, it feels amazing. So it doesn't make any sense. Just the mental you know. block. So like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's I, a mental I was block. doing, you know, the touch, that's why the touchscreen worked for me is because I think just because you didn't have to do the, you know, do the, the aiming it was mm-hmm. just touching it. Like it was, yeah. it took that. And you did and a lot of that with your thumb, right? Because the screen was so small. Everything. You could, yeah. So you didn't even uh, yeah, have to I pick did. your hand um, off. You just did a reach over. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's awesome. And so, but the, but my point, kind of bringing that up, was like, I had to pick between, like, like I didn't, I didn't want to use my Joy Cons. I don't want to use the analog sticks, on mm-hmm. a, like while I'm playing it on a big screen. Like if I could use a Pro Controller, it's that it's that funny like, like what choice? Like do I want to play it? Mm-hmm. It's easier to play, but on a less comfortable, you know, whatever. I, I probably yeah. and. I guess I I try to think. I think Odyssey, I'm sure. Didn't Odyssey probably have some silly motion control thing with the Joy-Cons where like you could like throw your hat? I, th- I think it did. And probably. It was like really hard probably. to use. But I you know, it's Something just a like controller. So I can't remember now. Again, we got to we got to revisit Odyssey again after playing uh yeah. two, uh the 3 on the All-Stars. I got to say, man, I'm kind of surprised at how much I didn't enjoy 3D All-Stars. I was really surprised by that. I was really excited about it. Because I grew up with all of those games, played them all when they came out. Very exciting, excited to check it out. And I, I was like, you know, they're not bad, but it's kind of like, I don't know, you know, you just want something new, right? It's kind of like, yeah, these right. are not. I, I remember all this stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I mean, Galaxy yeah. looks amazing on the Switch. Oh my god, and the music! I mean, it's just a glorious game. Um, and I really had a good time with uh, Sunshine until I don't know some of the odd slash bad design choices are like okay i'm done now i, I can't do it anymore okay yeah. just i just that's just bad yeah, it's design. such a I pretty game it. too it is it's so fun i love the vibe delfino square it's just or plaza it's just great sound effects and everything are amazing yeah 
Yeah, Mario 64 is such a classic as well. So I can definitely appreciate all of them, but I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I need to find something new. I don't want to play those again. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I didn't expect that though. You know, yeah. it's weird. But it's just, what a weird, we're just in this weird point of systems where like in time and video gaming, it's so weird. Everything's in it like, is weird. like there's no, there's no direction. It's just like, whatever. I mean, it seems like it's kind of, everything has just kind of been, um, melting together. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? What's that expression that you say, Case? So the, 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 the wave puts everyone. Oh, uh, uh, high tide rises all boats. Yeah, it's kind of like where there's. It's like there's just too much of great things. Like too and, much good stuff. And I mean We're that spoiled. as yeah. Like it's 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 a really awesome place to be in, and then it brings up these really weird. Things as, it's just like funny to think of Nintendo as a company. Think of them as fun first, right? But like, really, it's business first, right? So it's like, oh yeah, it's like, so yes, like they have to make sacrifices with fun, probably. Obvi- I mean, you know, luckily they get pretty, they do a great job at outputting ridiculously fun stuff. But it's just funny to think like that the decisions that, that we're talking about that they've made with the Switch. They've been they've been stuff that like it's lost the what we love about Nintendo with uh, I mean a lot of it like the charm, and it's all and like what a funny thing it's like it's like because the, it's more important for us to get billions of dollars right rather than to create you know this really fun cozy mm-hmm. little system. Um, Something that was really surprising to me about 3D collection is the games weren't quite as good as I remember which is really a testament to how good Nintendo is now. Because when you play Odyssey, sure, yeah. you play 3D World, you play 3D Land, you play New Super Mario Brothers Wii U, whatever the heck it's called now, the new one on the Switch. Um, man, they're polished. Man, they're tight. Really concise, yeah. clever design decisions that don't waste your time or insult you or confusing or just dumb which, you know, Sunshine has a lot of, and I love Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you know, it's just like, man, they're really just, they've got better, man. I mean, the Wii U onwards, wow, they've really pumped out some just incredible uh, masterclass yeah. kind of games, but not so much prior to that. I mean, they were great, of course, for their time, but you compare the games now, even Galaxy is showing its age, you know, in its it game is. design, in its actual implementation of level design and pacing and the way this feels and it, does this make sense and is this fun when you compare it to 3D World? And of course, when I play 3D World again, I may eat my words and go, wow, this is a mess. Sure. I don't think so, though, but maybe. Um, I think you definitely see But they see really are getting better getting... at their craft, amazingly. Yeah, I was going to say, absolutely, you know, because we played, you know, we played a little of each, you know, um, on the collection. And, and like you said, you really see, like, okay, like, Sunshine feels so much better than 64 as far as like mario's movement way more fluid you know you're zipping around on flood and everything then you move to galaxy and then it's like okay the movement is still amazing and like they've improved upon it even Mm -hmm. more but like now like you said they've sort of honed in on different things and making pacing and and not these blue game design and yes exactly so it's like funny to see like okay they really Mm -hmm. this is what they focused on on this one opposed to the mm-hmm. second or the first one you know and then the third one and and sort of like you said now all of a sudden it's like they're so good and it, it makes like you said it makes these other games not look as good but really i know at the crazy. time they it, like mind-blowing how good they were you know so they it, were it, it's they were interesting. The art. there was nothing better 
It isn't. It's so weird. It's incredible. I was really surprised by that. Um, yeah, it's it's impressive. It's it's cool to see that they're just getting better and better at their craft. And I think a lot of it as well yeah. is grappling with 3D. I mean, developing 3D games... Um, different beast. Is in, it is infinitely more challenging than 2D, right? Because 2D is literally two dimensions. So you've only got like, you know, one, you know, well, you've got less axes to worry about. You know, it's kind of left, right, up, down. Great, got it. But as soon as you put 3D, that sense of... Um, judging distances well you can't because it's a flat screen you know conveying a 3d world so it's like closing one eye you know you cannot actually effectively judge distance with a single eye or a flat image of a 3d image a flat a flat image of a 3d scene um so it's 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 kind of then developing other cues that help communicate that to the brain like whether it be you know drop shadows beneath it or just the lighting and or even distance below and other other techniques that you know processing power can afford you to kind of help the player navigate this 3d world without the actual ability to judge distance so it's um or just smart design choices, you know, to avoid those pitfalls, which, again, unfortunately, Sunshine has a lot of <laughs> trying to navigate, get around and just dying. And it isn't your fault. It's the game's fault for putting you in that position and you being mm. unable to grapple with that problem. It is the game's fault. It just is. Um, but they've, they've really navigated that well, I think, from the Wii U onwards. It's very impressive, their 3D work uh, and even their 2D work. You're I mean, right. You know? It's very interesting. No, I, I, it, it is funny because this is relatively, like you know, in the past eight years. I mean, that we were yeah. talking about. I yeah. mean, since I mean, you think about it, like 2012. I mean, where where they were at 2011 with the 3ds with, I know, and I, I said this and essentially the same thing. Such a monster, the 3D right? land is just a masterpiece oh. to me. Like I just like what it, exactly what we're talking about. Like the the sense of movement and 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 you can see, you you can feel a little bit of that in the last level of Galaxy um, when it plays it way more. The Bowser level, the final level, is, fa- is fabulous. Um, and and it, yeah, it's just, it, it's a really, it, that's a great point where they're constantly evolving. And it, it's just like you said, like those are still, like I played through Sunshine and I enjoyed myself even mm. though I had many, many, yeah. things there's like Ugh. it's just something yeah. you and wouldn't then, tolerate in a game released today but you can you know right. overlook back then right sure exactly like if that was exactly. in the new like odyssey had those weird dumb little things people would be like like what were they thinking you know like why exactly. would you do this but you know hopefully yeah. it, and that sort of begs the question like what will be next like obviously odyssey i think has like the most impeccable movement like and adding Cappy with yeah. the jump and it's this, amazing. that, like the movements yeah, the pl- it's out so of this tight. world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so yeah, funny it's, to watch like speed yeah. runners, you know, do it because like there's, they control mm. the character so well and like to see all these yeah. crazy movements and, and skips and stuff are really cool. But I just hope yeah. they sort of take that movement and then just give us a more focused, less mm-hmm. moons <laughs> kind of, kind of game. Yeah, but totally. it's definitely going to be interesting because they, I mean, like you said, it, we, we're seeing uh, the best developers in the world getting even better, you know? And, and as we keep right? getting forward, yeah. we're only going to hopefully, fingers crossed, mm-hmm. keep moving in that direction. Yeah. yeah. It would be interesting to look at Galaxy 2 versus Galaxy, you know, because Galaxy 2 definitely was an improvement on Galaxy 1, in my memory at least, anyway, in many ways. Um, so it'd be fun to kind of see that as a 
just a comparison, but yeah, there's yeah, two man. things I have to do. I have to go back and play uh, 3D Land now, and I have to play through Odyssey again. Like that, it's just this is what this conversation is making me. 3D Land think. is such a joy. Have you played that, Casey? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, such a joy. Yeah. Even with the 3D off. Actually, I was playing it's just some a of that game. when I went to Perry's last. So just a couple months ago. Okay. I was on the, uh, oh, wow. on nice. the plane. Yep, messing around with it. Oh, yeah, it's what a game. again, and, and it's sort of like they t- if they've taken their craft their, and applied it to the the portable realm, yeah. right? Like, and it it translated so perfectly. Oh, like it's the, ridiculous. the like the yeah. the two point five almost I call it because it's sort of it's got mm-hmm. the principles of a two D game with sort of the yeah. the presentation and gameplay of a three D game. So it, right. I think it really so blended clever. magically. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I'm, another I, thing, Jules. I think that that was, and we talked about this with, I'm pretty sure we talked about this with John Casey, but th- that, John. that with, yeah, with that the idea that when 64 came out, it just redefined what Mario was in general. I mean, that was like, mind-blowing when Mario 64 came out. I mean, yeah, that and was, it's so bizarre. It, it felt like a 1080p game at that time. You know, it's just so clean, so pure, no waste, no fat, the analog stick and the way seeing Mario run around like that, you had literally never experienced anything like that prior to that point. It just didn't exist in the gaming universe. It just didn't, you know, like the, it just, it was just like, what is this? It felt like amazing. <laughs> I mean, and looking at the game now, it looks archaic, but at the time it was like, whoa. I, um, I still remember the, when I got my N64, like back in the day. And I was like, Games will never look better than this. It's totally, dude. <laughs> it was so crisp. <laughs> and it sounded it great. Um, yeah, and like you're saying, Perry, like the level design was so different, so it's unique just so, and special. It's just the, the, the concept of what Mario was was completely different. Oh, and completely redefined. I, and so that's bold. why with Mario 3D Land, it, it, it actually took the 3d game and did it again made it back mm-hmm. it made it back to what the 2d what the idea of what mario was of a 2d game what mario mm-hmm. bros was so literally what mario like super mario bros 3 mm-hmm. if, if it was a 3d game that's what yeah. 3d land is yeah and it's just beautiful it's yeah because it, it's kind of ironic because it's made for a 3d system so they didn't have to worry about dealing with the player's ability to judge depth because it literally allows you to judge depth but of course, you can turn the 3D off. So that locked kind of camera with 3D off literally makes it easier for you to judge depth because the camera isn't moving around all over the freaking place. You have that anchor point so you can learn really quick. Oh, okay, when I jump like that, this is the result. And if I do that 10 minutes later, it's going to be the same result. I can learn from this. I can build on myself, my own experiences, and learn from trial and error what this jump is going to do, what the result is going to be by doing this action, because the camera's locked. Um, so ironically, it took a 3D game that gave you the sense of depth to actually fix that lack of sense of depth uh, problem. Exactly. Um, really interesting. It's so bizarre. Um, but yeah. it, that's why it works so well. And then you've got 3D World, which is just so beautiful, like an HD version of it with freaking cast. Dude, Ooh, dude that's coming out. Are you kidding man, me? That's coming out. You know what's funny? I forgot that actually. I was like, man, that game needs to come to Switch. That is coming to Switch. <laughs> What's that? It's February twelfth, right? was it? Oh, oh something dude, like that. That's gonna come by. It's yeah. gonna be here that's before we freaking time, know it, dude. It'll be. It, yeah. It's a long it time, but not it's at all. It's November already. It's November. Yeah. It's not three months. Even like the first of November. Thanksgiving's Crazy. coming up. 
Yeah, man. So 3D yeah. World, I'm going to eat that up morning, noon, and night. Oh, we'll it's have to great. We'll have to have you on the podcast, Jules, and see if, mm-hmm. if you eat your way. Yeah, 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 totally. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I'll be happy either way. If I play it and it's exactly what yeah. I want it to be, I'll be like, oh, awesome. But if it shows uh, its warts, great. That means, yeah. when Odyssey's even better than I remember, you know? Because mm-hmm. if, if, if I think there's a problem there, either I'll have something's happened that, to change my perspective, you know? So, Isn't that yeah. interesting? Well, Jules, thank you for coming onto the show and just really come. Just we really just didn't have any, any, yeah. all of our plans were just thrown out squa- the window, squandered. No, no point. Well, yeah, there's no. Before point. we started, Perry's like, "Well, we should try and think of some sort of topic," and we were trying, like I said, loosely. We're like, "Well, we could maybe 3ds or something." I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And then, uh, yeah, it, it almost seemed like we had it Hour all planned. Out. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was completely Oof. planned. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Stuck to the schedule. Good job, guys. Boom. Yeah. 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 Clocking fun. in just uh, in two hours ahead, like we planned it. <laughs> Beautiful. And I'm already. I I I shill a two e as much as possible, but it still would be unfair if we didn't give you a chance to shill a two e and and <laughs> reveal yeah things sure or whatever uh, you what's want. going on. So Hatchtails, we're wrapping that up now that we out next year, which is a glorious platformer for the Nintendo Switch. Mm. Um, that's going to be, yeah, that's the, I think, yeah, that's our, one of our next big ones that's coming out. And then, uh, Petadarchi, who we announced that as well, which is a really awesome, um, pets, uh, virtual pet kind of life sim kind of game coming out later next mm. year as well. And then we have a few other nice little surprises that we're working on, um, uh, that may come out sooner or later. Um, Ooh. so we're staying very, very busy. Um, I work from home, so the pandemic, um, has affected me, like has affected everyone. But the nice thing is my productivity hasn't been affected too much by that, which is nice. So still having fun, staying busy and, um, yeah, man, can't complain. What? Yeah. Heck uh, yeah. One of Atui's programmers, unfortunately, the only way he was able to program is he went into the middle of a crowded subway and that's where he did his program. So he, his output was affected because <laughs> he no longer can do that. But right. no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, cool. So yeah, I'm anxious. I'm anxious to hear more, more about this Petadachi game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard the music I, is funny stinks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's the oh, weakest part, probably. That's one thing that <laughs> you can a- I actually can comment on, which is the music does stink. Uh, it was funny because when, when that was announced, I was like ready to talk about it. And then like we started this podcast. So I was like, wait a second. I don't really know what I can talk about. Yeah, be- so best like, to well, be quiet. It's a game. <laughs> it's you a game. You can see it. Like, go I mean, ahead we can, I mean, you, you probably want to wrap it up. Maybe we can save it for next time. But we can talk yeah. about it if you want. But we probably have run out of time, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just use that as an excuse. Yeah, uh, for next time. Maybe we can we can probably formulate a better plan next time. But yeah, okay. uh, Pedadachi is gonna be. Oh, it's, it's so. It's a, I mean, just I guess like, cool. it's cutesy convey, That's for sure. It is, but to try and convey what it is, it's we've we've dropped a teaser trailer, which which shows a good amount of information about the game. But the nice thing is, um, we're we're spending a ton of time and a ton of effort to really add. Um, a ton of content. So I think once we're done and it comes out, um, it's really going to be a world that you can just kind of just have, just relax, get lost in, spend some time, just really enjoy it. And it can become just really part of your life, which is fun. It's really a completely different experience for us that we've, you know, haven't made before. So it's really just pure fun. Sort of has that really pleasant animal crossing experience. feel, right? Where it's almost like an escapism to, 
just a happier exactly. place almost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's no pressure. You can just just you can just exist there and do what the hell you like, whether that be nothing, fishing, searching for things, or many other things that we haven't revealed yet. So you can do as little or as much as you want. And that's the, the beauty of it, is it's not it's not too gamey, you know? You can just do what the hell you want. I mean, make sure you look after your pet. That is a requirement. <laughs> but <laughs> no, no aside from needs. that, but how you do that, that's up to you. Um, so it's it's exactly. a real joy. It's a real joy. Um, and it's a, it's every time I get to work on it, because obviously I'm working on multiple projects right now, so I don't get to work on it all the time. But when I do, oh, dude, it just makes me feel good. It's just, just such a pleasure to work on. Um, and uh, yeah, players are going to love it. It's just, it's really coming together beautiful. And joking aside, Perry's music is freaking awesome for it because he's left the room so we can talk about it while he's not here. <laughs> um, the music on it is amazing. It really is a, a huge part of it. So the whole experience is, I'm over the moon about it. I'm just looking forward to finish it up and get it out. I think I think people are going to love it. It's really, really fun. Heck yeah, heck yeah. There you go. Yes, and, then I guess, and the name is so perfect I was going to say, just uh, yeah. give the, the old Twitter handle so people can follow you and, and keep updated with all these projects coming out. Yeah, the main thing is Atui LLC on Twitter. So it's A-T-O-O-I-L-L-C. Um, on Twitter, that's where the, all of the, the Tui gaming news will be. Or just go to atui.com and all of our stuff is up there as well, like the latest trailers and screenshots, and also links to where you can buy our games that are currently out, like Mud's Collections, Ear Drifter, uh, et cetera. So, um, Atui, 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 Atui Collection, Atui. baby. Boom, boom. Atui Collection. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's sold you out. That's very hey, exciting. You should, you should also plug the, uh, the, uh, that really cool board game that's coming out. Isn't there like a board game? Oh yeah, I think out? Monopoly I Gamer, think right? Um, I think it's huge game decks. That, uh, yeah, I think it, uh, you should have went with that, dude. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Jules, for releasing that into the world. Uh, I bet you there'd um, no, be people the, who'd uh, buy those collections just for the name. I have the whole that. huge decks game collection. <laughs> But seriously, the, the game deck of Muds, though, is amazing uh, that, that people got with the Tui Collection if they got the Collector's Edition. Or they may have bought separately uh, Super Challenge game decks, which are two completely separate games that can work together if you uh, oh. want to do such things. Um, truly remarkable games, though. Seriously, again, Perry just stepped out of the room so we can talk about him again. So Perry's new company, Game Decks. Um, those games, it's fun because it's literally, it feels like you're playing like a Mario Party experience, but in a game board. Glorious. Glorious. That's right. Actually, I, yeah. And what's funny, yeah. Casey's played it too, which is... Which is I have. Oh, there we go. Yep. Yeah, he, and my yeah, copy should be super fun. coming when they mail out, right? <laughs> yeah. Super fun. And then on that end, there's uh yeah, and we'll be announcing the next game mm. that will be compatible with MUDs. Look and, forward to uh, see what it also, is. Also, there's uh, for people who did buy uh, the games, there's also going to be uh, a little bonus, which is going to be um, really fun to talk about that you don't even know. It. Yeah. So, anyway, well, and that's what's fun actually. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today as well, and what's what's fun is like I played Game Dex, you know, with you, Perry, like you know, through Skype. You know, we played it like virtually, yeah. but we played it together, and that was amazingly fun. But that was months ago, and you've been continually adding, refining, and improving that since then. So the experience oh, yeah. that it is now is quite different than it was then, and but only in in better ways. You just refined mm -hmm. it. So the, getting the yeah. final game and actually playing 
here with my family. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. I'm really looking forward it's to it. Much crazy. like Nintendo, yeah. Perry is learning and getting better every day. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's amazing. Yeah, you played it at the Super Mario Sunshine stage, and it <laughs> is at the Super Mario Ooh, 3D Land stage. It's climbing. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Very fun. Heck yeah. Wow. Wow, I'm such an egotistical yes, you are. jerk. Well, since you are an yeah. egotistical jerk, your words, not mine, where can the fine folks find all of our stuff, you jerk? They can find our stuff on Twitter at TalkNintendoPod. That's TalkNintendo. P-O-D. That's right. Uh, and you can also find us at on Patreon. Uh, we're sending out our Patreon rewards now. Uh, it's patreon.com slash NWR. That's patreon.com slash NWR. Uh, and I know what everyone's thinking. Who's our patrons? Where are our Patreon episodes? And that is definitely a good thing to be thinking. And they are absolutely coming. Don't worry. You'll be getting them very well, soon. Well, yeah, we'll have the October, November drop. Boom, boom. And... uh and yeah. then we'll have uh, some more and in think, the kitty. And, and then even more. Yeah. So, yeah. So we will be, uh, don't worry, they're coming. So uh, I know Jules was wondering. He's like, where are mm-hmm. they? I know. So, I know. I know. Anyway, yeah. well, that'll do it for the show. Well, thank uh, you. I'll uh, see I, you guys in another four years. Yep. yep. That's right. Next election <laughs> That's night, right. we'll, we'll have you Next back on. Next election. Yes. It'll yep. be episode and, 400 um, and change. And then we can talk about the transition from 8K to 32K or something. Then you can, can finally right. give your thoughts on 3D World and if it stands up or not. <laughs> exactly. Against Odyssey yeah. 3 or whatever will be out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Odyssey 3. You know, that is fun to think, though, right? Let's do some quick predictions. So four years from now, it's going to be the year, what, 2024, right? Is that right? Yes, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the switch will be held at that point. It will be. There'll be a new switch for sure, because that will have been seven years. So yeah, it's it right on the line, right? So that's going to be interesting. So between now and then, yeah, will there be a new console, and maybe how many iterations of the switch will there have been between now and then? Will we will we be able to leave the house by then? That's who knows. We don't know. Mm, true. We will find true. out though. So that's that's for sure. Yes. See you again in four years. All right. We'll see you again in four years. I'm counting it down. All right. Thanks, Jules. (laughs) And we'll see everyone next week on, uh, yes, on episode 218. Jack Frost!
So you're the one who's up to snow good.